Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the ring. I'm Bob, as you know, the B-O-B. With me, as always, is uh, D-Rod. How you doing today, D-Rod? Oh, it's good, Bob. We are here. We are going to do some check your temperature, and I'm sure the man with a plan, Mr. Bama Dave, will explain anybody here new uh, what that's all about. But it's it's good. We got some good matches uh, lined up to talk about, some air matches and some just bad matches. So, uh, uh, Yeah, Dave, you want to uh, uh, kind of give us a rundown of what we're going to do here real quick for those who haven't seen Check Your Temp before? Well, first of all, roll tide, everybody. It's going to be back. Thank you guys for bringing me back to the ring. Uh, we are doing a really cool segment that um, I'm going to give all the credit in the world to Crazy Nikki in Phoenix, Arizona. She helped me co-create this. Check Your Temperature is simply where you take a pay-per-view or a major wrestling event and you go through the lineup of the card. And on every match, you go to everybody talking. Are you hot? Are you cold? Or are you lukewarm for that match? And then you take a few minutes and you talk about why you call yourself that temperature. Uh, it's, it's been fun every time we've done it. it what I love about it is it's a good ice-breaking way to get discussion going about a match without the classic, who you got, what do you think, whatever. It's, it's a good it's a good cover-up way to do that. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to be covering uh, TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, which is this Wednesday and Thursday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the USA Network. We're going to be covering NXT UK Prelude. Bob and D-Rod, what time does that come on and where? It is in three Eastern time on uh, Peacock yes. on Thursday. All right. And then we will cover the two day spectacular WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday, uh, which is the 10th and the 11th this weekend. And um, we'll talk about all the matches there. And uh, I assume probably a lot of these matches will be hot for a few of them. We might be lukewarm for, and a few of them I can guarantee you, we will be pretty cold for. <laughs> so we will just go. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Bob, anything you want to add to that? Uh, no, let's get right into it. All right, guys. Uh, D-Rod, you got anything? No, let's, let's get into it. I'm ready to discuss some of these matchups. All right, guys. So we're going to go in chronological order, which means we're going to start with um, night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And uh, we're going to start with a match that was just added last week, but these two have kind of been going at it a little bit off and on the last uh, few weeks, and that is Kushida taking on Pete Dunne with the storyline being who is the best technical wrestler in NXT. Uh, Bob, it's your show. We'll start with you. Are you hot, cold, or lukewarm? Um, I'd say I'm lukewarm. I'm not a huge fan of Kushida. But I really like Pete Dunn, especially his in-ring work. Uh, I hope he cheats because he's a heel and he should cheat in this match. If he doesn't, he's kind of, you know, going against the – I mean, I understand technical wrestler and all of that, but that's just a cue. Hey, the heel needs to cheat in this match. Mm. Um, I, I think Pete Dunn should go over. Some lukewarm forward, it'll be good. I don't think it'll be great because I don't see Kushida as a major challenge for Pete Dunn. I, I totally agree, lukewarm. But you know the thing is, maybe I would have been hot if this had would have had a you know a longer build up. But I understand that they got to fill time. This matchup will be great because Pete Dunne, like Bob said, my opinion on another level. And Pete Dunne's one of the best in NXT, in my opinion, in in ring skill. And uh, yeah, I think lukewarm. And maybe with a better build up, I could be hot about this matchup. Yeah, I'm lukewarm too. Um, I mean, Kushida ha has had some good matches. Uh, he's had a, you know, great. He had a good match with um, 
with uh, a couple of good matches with Johnny Gargano. We had a couple of good matches with uh, uh, one with Finn Balor a few months ago. So the, he knows how to wrestle. He's very technical. He's very he's a little too New Japan for me. He loves to you know oversell some things. Hmm. Uh, that's just kind of his style. Uh, Pete Dunne is one of the best technical wrestlers walking the planet. He's phenomenal. Uh, he and Finn had a clinic. He and Kyle Riley have had great matches. So I do anticipate this being a good match, but it's this is this might be one you, you open up the night with, get it over with, let Pete Dunne go over, set him up for the next, you know, whatever storyline he's going to be in after this. So I agree with you guys. Um, let's go to now the matchup for uh, – it's actually the gauntlet match for a North American championship title shot, which will take place on night two. We have Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and L.A. Knight in a six-man gauntlet match. The winner of this match will challenge Johnny Gargano on Thursday night for the North American Championship. D-Rod, hot, cold, or lukewarm? Um, I'm going to go uh, lukewarm. Um, and really, what I really want to see, of course, is the money man, Cameron Grimes, kiss my grits, go in there and win this. Of course, you know, probably not, but uh, probably be Dexter Loomis. But, you know, I, I still have hope for my guy, Cameron Grimes. Kiss my grits. You got to love it. So, um, yeah, I'm lukewarm. Bob? Um, I'm lukewarm for it, too. If I remember correctly, it's not a traditional gauntlet match, either. It's like a gauntlet eliminator where, like, every five minutes another guy comes out. Mm. So you're going to end up with multiple people in the ring. Only way to win is by – only way to eliminate someone is by pin or submission. So I have a feeling the furniture is going to come out. And so that really takes it down for me. Uh, I like a lot of the people in the match, but I have a feeling this is going to be a bit of a car accident. So a little less than lukewarm, I guess. Um, I hope LA Knight has a good show, and that's what I really want to mm. see because that's that's been my guy since God I got back into wrestling and Impact was still GFW or whatever it was. So yeah, I'm in between lukewarm and hot. LA Knight will enter this match last, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, who will be waiting in the ring for him when he gets there. Uh, Johnny Gargano being the North American champion, the ongoing storyline has been between him and his protege, Austin Theory versus Dexter Loomis. So I do I do agree with D-Rod. Dexter Loomis will probably be the winner here. But him and L.A. Knight in the ending will be intriguing because that might tie up the next story between L.A. Knight and Dexter Loomis for, um, for a post after this match. Uh, the only thing I will say, Bob, I hear exactly what you're saying, but this is NXT and not Monday Night Raw. So I'm hoping the furniture stays to a minimum and they keep this in the ring because all six of these guys are very talented wrestlers. Let so me ask you a question. You did watch the Halloween Havoc, did you not? I did. Okay, that's all I got to <laughs> say. Just because it's NXT doesn't mean that they're not going to do stupid shit. No, I agree, but it was Halloween Havoc. They should do stupid stuff that night. Um, let's do uh, – okay. Um Match for the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Tommaso Ciampa challenges Volta for the United <laughs> Kingdom Championship. I'm going to start this one. Holy crap, I'm red freaking hot. Uh, these two guys may may steal the weekend if they're not careful. These two guys will beat the living tar out of each other. This is going to be a difficult match to watch at some times. 
I do fear a little bit for Ciampa's neck because Walter will not go easy on him at all. And um, I do think uh, if you've never seen Walter wrestle, uh, he is a specimen and an attraction that everybody needs to watch wrestle and must pay to see wrestle. And I do think him and Ciampa will put on a great match. It has gotten personal very quickly. Uh, this will be an intriguing match to watch. I do think Walter retains here, and Bob and D-Rod will tell you why he probably will retain this match, but it's still going to be great. It might be the match of the Wednesday night card. Bob? Um, I am also red hot for this match, but Walter's going to run through Ciampa faster than Cross did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to say that, but that's exactly what should happen. Walter is way bigger than Ciampa. He's bigger than Cross. Um, he... He is a better technical wrestler than than Cross is. I just I think Ciampa is going to get a hold spot or two, but I really think if you're going to sell Walter as the beast that he is, that he should run right through Ciampa, and this shouldn't be a super competitive match. That being said, I'm super excited to see it. I'm excited to have Walter on NXT because he's going to raise the bar of everybody he goes up against. It's going to look great. He's super. He's a super safe worker, with the exception of his. Um, with the exception of his chops. Everything he does is safe. So Ciampa, I'm not worried about Ciampa's neck at all. He's going to protect Ciampa because he respects the business. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, but I'm, I'm hot. D-Rod? I'm red hot also because, you know, you get a guy like Walter and you bring him over to NXT, um, and nothing against the current people on NXT. But in my opinion, Walter, you know, you take him at the ring general. And it's just, it's just, I love Walter. I love his matches. Um, and so thankful for NXT UK that I watch it and get to see Walter in action at the pay-per-views and everything because it's just another level competitor that, like Bob said, respects the business, respects the matchup that he's going to have. And, you know, Champa, Champa, that's uh, that, another guy that just I love to death when it comes to a wrestling match. And... It's, they're going to tear down the house, and I've got a list of matches that I've got here that, you know, people may think, well, it'll be good, but it's not going to steal the show. This may steal the show, like Bama Dave said. There's a couple other matches we'll talk about later, but I'm red hot. Who would you guys rather get overhand chopped by, Walter or The Big Show? Big Show. Big Show. <laughs> big Show. <laughs> Absolutely Big Show. Guys, I'm telling you, Bob pointed it out. If you've never seen Chop a Chop somebody, wow. You mean Walter? <laughs> you gotta watch this. Oh, Walter. I'm you sorry. mean Walter yeah. Chop somebody? Yeah. Well, Wal- 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 Ch- no, take another away from Chop. He's got a very hard knife edge chop. But no, Chop. Oh, uh, Walter's Walter's frying pan hand chop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is insane. If you watch it, if you see the, um, they, they have some stills of his match against uh, Dragonoff where he's doing the overhand chop to his, to, uh, Dragonoff's pectoral and his whole pectoral is just like been in and like you can see waves of shock waves <laughs> through his muscles. It's just it, it's just nasty. Wow. Like, ugh, ugh. anyway, um, yeah, I see you in the in the chat talking smack, Wick. I'll just wait for <laughs> Tuesday. And, you know. and Wick, tell us if you're hot, cold, or lukewarm for the matches as we do it, man. Uh, now we're gonna get to what will probably be the main event of night one. And that is a match that I am very highly anticipating. Io Shirai defends the NXT Women's Championship versus Raquel Gonzalez, or as we all like to affectionately call her, Big Mama Cool. Mm-hmm. D-Rod, go ahead. What you got? Um, 
I'm red hot for one fact only, and that is I am ready to see Gonzalez win the NXT Women's Championship, take it off EO, I'm ready, like you said, Big Mama Cool, to reign over the NXT Women's Division, it's time. Bob? Yeah, I'm exactly the same, I'm super red hot for this, just because Gonzalez should manhandle EO, I mean, we've seen her do it already, so it's not out of the realm of possibility, EO probably gets up early, and then uh, gets another hope spot, Later on, maybe a, 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 a she should hit her. She might hit her finisher, and Gonzalez kicks out of it. Something like that. But Gonzalez should go over in this match. Eo's had the belt for too long, and Gonzalez is got when she first started with uh, um, HB Kai. Uh, she <laughs> um, she was green. You could tell she was green, but she's gotten so much better. She's put in a lot of work and really improved. And I think she's ready to be champion and I'm ready for this uh, storyline with her and, and Kai to, to start fleshing out a little bit more. So. I am absolutely white hot for this match. Mm. Uh, I am huge on Raquel Gonzalez. I love her. I love her as a, I love her as a wrestler. I love her as a big girl. Uh, she has a lot of China in her. She's really, really, really powerful. She, she should definitely go over this match. There's a couple of times that uh, Bob and I, we've done a few uh, NXT take checking temperatures in the past. We thought maybe it was Candice's time at one point. We thought maybe Tony Storm should get it. I'm glad they waited for Raquel. I, I really am. I really think this is a, a good time. I think it's a good place to to put the belt on a dominant woman who can hold the, the vision and be the face of it for a little while. And as we all who are familiar with the Shawn Michaels Diesel story, it sets up a natural end born angle for Dakota and Raquel later down the road, which will be also a very, very good match to watch. Yes. Um, oh, go ahead, Bob. Uh, one thing about Gonzalez, and I wanted to point this out because I noticed this on the last episode of NXT. She's starting to wrestle like Diesel. Like she, mm, yes. D-Rod will see this. She yeah. hit those big elbows in the corner, and I was <laughs> like, holy crap, it's Kevin Nash. So yes. there's, uh, Sean's been working with her. He's been working with both of them. Uh, he he yeah. came out right at the very beginning and said, like, this is the type of these they have the same chemistry and so i'm super super excited to see her get the belt and then mm. see where we go from there yes 100 agree guys uh now we're going to go over to uh actually nxt uk prelude because it's going to take place before night two and uh let's go to uh miko satamura and Amelia McKenzie, they're going to take on Isla Dawn and Kaylee Ray. D-Rod, hot, cold, or lukewarm? Um, you know, I'm really excited to see, um, you know, I want, you know, me and Bob's talked about Satamore, uh getting another opportunity at the NXT UK Women's Championship. Uh, you know, this might lead to that, or it may also lead to uh, McKenzie getting uh, the women's title shot or Isladon, it could happen also. Um, and you know, we've talked about it. who can beat Kaylee Ray, and uh, I, we thought Satamore, but maybe we get another matchup. But just for the fact that that leads to hopefully one of those matchups, I'm gonna go lukewarm on this matchup. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty warm on this. I wouldn't say I'm quite hot. 
but mm-hmm. I like the buildup for it that they did this week on the show with the the kind of uh, where everybody just kind of came out and attacked people. It wasn't. I mean, Hell Sadamora ran out without her music even playing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like Isla Dawn. It's it's pronounced Isla, by the way. Isla. Isla, yeah. Um, I like Isla Dawn. I think her and Kaylee Ray make a great natural team for right now, especially as heels. Um, Satamora, I remember, I barely remember Mackenzie before she got injured. So I'm excited to see what she can do. But overall, I think this will actually be a really good women's tag match Um, because I like pretty much everybody in in it can work and can work pretty well. Uh, So, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm hot, but I'm definitely leaning my, my temperature gauge is going towards that direction. Yes. Of these three women, who do you think needs to be the one to take the belt off Kaylee Ray in the future? Um, I think I think I would say Satamora, but I have a feeling it's going to be uh, Mackenzie because yeah. she just came back in, hot debut, hot angle with the champion right after she comes in. Um, Satamora, I don't know what they're going to do with her yet. She might just be there to help train people too. It might mm. be one of those like. So we'll we'll see we'll see. I mean, either of those two would be a good um, a good fit. So Isla Dawn's not ready. She's no. she's very good, and I like her a lot. She's not ready to to hold the belt yet. Do you right? Do you agree? I totally agree. Uh, I really like to see Satamora with it. You know, even if it's not for a, a long title reign like Kaylee Ray has had, I would like to see Satamora with the title. All right, guys, let's move forward to uh, we got the Heritage Cup Championship number one contenders match. Noam Dar versus Tyler Bate. Bob, hot, cold, or lukewarm? Oh, hot. I'm so hot for this match. This is going to be so good. If you've never seen the Heritage Cup matches, they're completely unique. Nothing else like them anywhere in the WWE. Hey, Bob, um, Bob take, a minute, take a minute and explain why. What, what's, the, what's special about the Heritage Cup? Okay, well, the Heritage Cup is what's known as a British rounds match. Each, uh, there's six rounds. Each is three minutes long, and you get a 10-second break in between each round. Uh, you have to win. To win the match, you have to either win two rounds by pinfall or submission or knock your opponent out once. You can also lose the entire match by disqualification. Um, if the match goes six rounds without a clear winner, then it goes into sudden death, which basically becomes a regular wrestling match. Um, wow. And the fact that it's split up into rounds and it kind of like you be, being able to carry your momentum from one round to another makes it a little bit more difficult. It makes the um, the, the psychology of the match a lot different. Um and like so it's it's just it's very interesting it's very unique and both of these guys can really go Tyler Bate is a great talent Noam Dar has been supremely underrated since the first day he got to to WWE um and I really think this is going to be a fantastic match like like Bob like Bob explains it so well but really if you want a taste of what the you know this heritage cup match is all about just watch watch it watch watch a match watch this pay-per-view uh watch it's going i'm red hot for this matchup because i mean noam dar and tyler Bate. wow when you know whatever you want to say about them outside the ring with their promos you know, the supernova sessions whatever but when they step into that ring you know it's on and they are two of the best 
in-ring technic- technicians in NXT UK, and they're gonna they're gonna burn it down. It is gonna be great. I, I'm red hot. Oh, I also want to say uh, during um, the uh, uh, during this past week's episode, they had a great package on them as well that really mm-hmm. kind of showed the Tyler Bate Trent Seven part of the package, especially showed a lot more personality out of Tyler Bate. So if they're going to, he needs he needs that. Yeah. So yeah. Bob, who, who you got in that match? Um, I actually I'm going for Noah. I think uh, Noam versus A-Kid is a babyface versus a clear heel. It leads to a better matchup. Um, yet another loss for Trent Bate and or for Tyler Bate and Trent Seven pushes them more towards losing too many matches and turning heel, which is what I mm-hmm. want. So uh, booking-wise, I think, I mean, either one of them could win and have a great match with A-Kid, but I'd like, I want to see Noam Dar versus A-Kid because that's, that's clear heel, clear baby face, and that's what kind of stuff I like. Totally agree. You right? I totally agree. And like Bob said, A Kid, you you put either winner of this match, A Kid's going to have a great match with, and it's going to be off the chart. So uh, I'm red hot about all of it. All right, guys, and the main event of the evening for the North for the NXT United Kingdom Championship will either be Ciampa or Volta versus Rampage Brown, but we've all said we believe it's going to be Walter, and the story's already built in with him versus Rampage Brown. D-Rod, are you hot, cold, or lukewarm for this oh, one? Oh, red hot. Me and Bob talked about this before, about Rampage Brown and Walter. We talked about it even before. We said when Rampage Brown had that awesome matchup, we said, you know what, Rampage Brown, hey, this guy could take down Walter, and it would make sense. I'm just so excited for this matchup. Rampage Brown Walter, they're going to tear each other apart, and I can't wait for it. And I'm red hot. And I think personally, this should be the time Rampage Brown uh, is the time for Walter to give up the title. Rampage Brown is going to win this matchup, in my opinion. Uh, oh, yeah. This is, this is my pick for match of the week. Yeah. Rampage Brown versus Walter. Two big guys who can lay at it. Mm. Mm. Sorry. <coughs> Water break. <laughs> uh, who can two two big guys who can lay it into each other, who can work, who work well, work believable, work fantastic as big men. Rampage is more way more athletic than you think he is mm. for a guy his size. He makes Keith Lee look like big show. Like he's yeah. just he really wow. does. Like he's athletic as fuck. Um, it's just, and it's going to be so hard hitting. The story is going to be good. It's going to, it's not going to go too long, but it's going to go as long as it needs to. I mean, this, this is going to end up being for me, a match of the year candidate. I have a feeling already. Mm. Um, and you know, so that's, I mean, I'm biased because I watch NXT UK religiously and love it, but this match is going to be so so good. Mm-hmm. It's this match is going to be better than Dragonoff and Walter. Yeah. It has that potential. Uh-huh. So, yeah, watch out. Do you guys have the any Walter reservation? Do you guys have any reservations on? I'm sorry. Do you guys have any um, reservations on this with uh, uh, Walter having to go back to back nights? Would you guys have rather seen Rampage Brown versus Walter fresh? No, because I think this match has already been filmed. Yeah. 
Walter's already in. Walter already filmed this in the UK before he left to come to NXT. I think he's walking around with a prop belt. I don't think I think Rampage has already won the belt mm. in real time. But um, so if if they build it as a, as as going back to back nights, I mean I don't know. Maybe they brought the people over to to there, so he is going back to back. Like I said, he's going to run through Champa. I don't have I have a feeling it's not going to be a super competitive match. So. I th- I have I don't think he's going to be in bad shape for Rampage either way. No. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Now we're going to go into night two of NXT Stand and Deliver, which will take place just a few hours after NXT UK Prelude. Let's go to the battle for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, and that is Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon are defending against. The Ways, Candice LeRae, and Indy Hartwell. D-Rod, hot, cold, or lukewarm? Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to go cold because that, it's nothing against, but I just can't with the, with the Way, and I can't with Ember and Shotzi being a team, nothing against them, but I just I just can't for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it was because of the way it happened. Not no pun intended there with the way. But the way it happened that they gave the titles to Dakota and Raquel and I know I'm glad Raquel's in the world you know, the NXT women's championship picture. No problem there. But the way that it happened, you know, they were given the titles and then they just Lost them the same lost night. Lost them the same night, exactly, Dave. I mean I just you know, it could have happened a lot better, and maybe I would have liked Shotzi and Ember as champions a little bit more because of that. But, you know, I'm, I'm just cold on this matchup. I could care less. So, Yeah, for me, I am um, – I mean, I'm not cold, but I'm, I'm colder than lukewarm. Uh, I'm not cold on any of these matches, but this I'm the coldest on this match mm-hmm. because there, there's – and again, like D-Rod said, nothing against any of the competitors. I'm not a Candace fan. Um, I like Johnny more than her, ironically. Uh, but Candice, um, and I'll give it, Indy's gotten better, but she's yeah. still very green. And Candice is going to carry that team. And like I said, I'm not a big fan of Candice. I love Shotzi's energy. I love her as a character. Uh, but she's still adapting from the indie life into uh, being a true NXT dedicated wrestler. The best worker in this match is Ember, mm. and Ember has developed a much grittier mat wrestling style, which I'm loving. Uh, and I'm hoping they highlight Ember more in this match than the other th- the other three. I hope Ember actually steals this match, and if she does, I'll be happier about it. But like I said, I'm I'm only lukewarm for it, and uh, I do think that um, Shotzi and Ember will retain. D Rod, what do you think before we get to Bob? Well, I'm I'm cold like. Like I just no 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 I mean who oh, do you think's gonna win? Oh okay I got you. Um, I'm gonna go with Ember and Shotzi retaining. I think okay. that's what they're gonna do. All right, Bob. Hot cold or lukewarm? Oh, I'm I'm frigid. <laughs> I'm, I'm I might as well be standing naked at the South Pole, <laughs> like getting what a visual getting pecked at by yeah, you're gonna uh, be by eating your broccoli venue. at the North Pole. Yep, I'll be eating broccoli and covered in basil leaves. Um, not, like, look, I don't like Shotzi. She's way too indie. The tank is stupid. It's still stupid. It's even more stupid now that they've made it look even more cartoonish. 
they made it bigger, but made it look even more cartoonish with the freaking um, foot, Nerf football that shoots out the front of it. <laughs> so, just, um, I don't like Mrs. Same Face. Uh, I don't think she's that good in the ring. And she's tiny. She's tiny, tiny. She's big, not even that much bigger than Casey Capanzaro. And I don't like her either. Um, He's talking about Candice. Orwell's Maria, green. Right? What was that? I said, you're talking about Candice. Yeah. That's what I said. Candace. Well, well, I said no, you said same face. A lot of people may not know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh. This <laughs> is same face. Yeah. If you don't know who I'm talking about, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry because I don't use that. We don't talk about NXT. Yeah, yeah, Candice, Mrs. Mrs. Same Face, um, Andy Harwell. She's gotten put with them. They've got them doing stupid bad comedy get uh, things. I don't care. Ember, I used to like. I used to really like Ember, but she's developed a lot of bad habits that Indy has. Uh, Indy isn't letting go of her bad habits from the Indies or not Indy. Uh, I'm sorry, Shotzi has all these bad habits from the Indies that she's not letting go of and Ember's starting to get sucked into them. And I just, I don't like this match. I don't care who wins. I probably won't even really watch it. Just whatever. I, if I'll fast forward through it, if I can. But you think, but you think the champions retain? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's go to Mr. Same Face, uh, and we're talking about the North American champion, Johnny Gargano, uh, versus the winner of that gauntlet match, um, which, by the way, uh, you, uh, D-Rod, who did you say was going to win the gauntlet match? I'm going, well, I think Dexter, but I'm going with Cameron Grimes, personally. And, and Bob, who do you think is going to win the gauntlet match night one? Uh, Dexter. Dexter, he's the top baby face in the mm. match. Um, you're not going to get heel on heel Grimes versus Gargano. That's too much, too much, too much, too much bad comedy is going to come out of a feud like that. So, um, <laughs> I no, it's going to be Dexter. It's going to be Dexter Loomis. I don't think, I don't think they're ready to put over LA Knight yet. So. All right. So Bob, if we get, we get Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis for the North American championship, are you hot, cold and lukewarm and who's going to win this match? Um, cold i'm still cold i don't like really like johnny gargano um i think he could if he sat down and and shut up and didn't try to go into dance routines could have a good match with dexter loomis we've seen him he's capable of having a good match um and i think dexter loomis has improved a lot so but i'm still cold for it because i don't really i don't think that loomis is going to win the championship so the fact that I'm still going to have to deal with more Gargano in the way and their bad comedy bullshit, I'm not. I'm I'm cold. Do you right? Um, sort of what Bob said. You know, um, I'm probably going. I'm going to go cold. But if I like Bob said, if I had a slimmer of hope that maybe Dexter Loomis or the other competitor, which like he said, it's going to be Dexter, um, was going to win. I, you know, I'd probably bump that up lukewarm, the hot. But you know, I don't, I don't think it's been built up enough, in my opinion, off the gauntlet to you know have Johnny's competitor win. So I'm gonna go cold. Also, Dave, what do you think? I'm gonna go lukewarm because I'm a big fan of Dexter. I love the character. I love, um, I love the matches he had with Cameron Grimes. They were great. 
Uh, I, I love um, I love the matches he had with Roddy Strong when he was taking on the whole undisputed era by himself. Uh, I actually am gonna go against you guys here. I think Dexter wins this match. Okay. I I, I okay. think I think I think they're I think they're gonna take it off Johnny, and I think they're gonna build in Dexter Lemus versus LA Knight, and LA Knight's first championship will be the North American Championship. I don't know how long from now, how many months from now, but I think that'll be a built-in feud. I think they're gonna. I think it'll be Dexter versus LA Knight at the end of the gauntlet match. They'll have a great chemistry, and when Dexter beats Johnny for the title, LA Knight will come calling, and I think that'll be the natural next story. I'm I am totally fine with that, and if that happens, they will they will make me pop and probably jump off the couch and spill my my <laughs> smoke weenies. <laughs> and basically. That's what, that's what I want to happen, and I, I like to I like to think I think with common sense like Triple H and Sean, and I think that is a common sense thing they'll do. But I could be wrong. They might want to keep it on Johnny and hold off on Dexter. But I think Dexter's earned it. I think it's his time, and I think he would be an intriguing, mysterious champion that never speaks. Here's, so here's a caveat: Does uh, Austin Theory interfere in this match at all? I think he does, and I think that's what cost Johnny. Yeah. Yep. It could happen. There you go. I agree. Hey, we were worried about Tom. We're only like half an hour in. We've <laughs> yeah, we're doing through. great. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go to a match that I actually called over nine months ago happening because I just said, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Uh, when um, Santos Escobar won the Cruiserweight Tournament uh, right after uh, WrestleMania, and then Jordan Devlin started cutting these promos during the pandemic saying, Whatever, whoever phony person wins this championship, the real cruiserweight will come back around someday. When that happened, I immediately thought, who's the real champion ladder match? WrestleMania 10, Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. And, of course, we all loved that moment when Shawn came out, grabbed the ladder, slid it between the two, and they both looked at each other and said, okay, let's do it this way. That's all he did. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Loved it. Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin, the Irish ace versus the, what's he call himself, the master of Lucha Libre. Um, so for in a ladder match for the undisputed Cruiserweight Championship, Bob, hot, cold, or lukewarm? Um, I'm, I'm a little warmer than lukewarm. Um, I'm not, if it weren't a ladder match and I know, I understand the two titles that sets up perfectly for a ladder match, but Escobar, Lucha Libre ladder match just makes me think of a lot of, you know, senseless, dangerous spots that they don't need to do. Um, so I'm, I'm not hot for it because I have this, you know, thing inside me telling me, well, just temper your expectations because they're probably going to do some stupid shit. Um, that being said, the two guys it, know how to work. Um, I've been more impressed with Devlin as of late than I have Escobar, but Escobar has been a good heel uh, as a champion for the most part. Um, he's used the guys with him well. Um, as for who goes over, man, I really, this is a pick em. Um mm. I I would almost rather see Escobar go over and Jordan go into the Heritage Cup uh, contendership because I think he would be a good guy to actually take the cup off of a kid, hmm. um, and because he could have great matches in that round system and doesn't need to be here 
in NXT. Um, plus, he's still got heat on him from the uh, speaking out movement. So keep him over in the UK as much as you can. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, we talked about it, Dave. You mentioned it when Sean came out with the ladder. It just threw it in the rings, and we'll see you. There you go. That's what it's going to be. Um, you know, with watching WrestleMania 10 on the uh, Back to the Ring tournament, um, and then, of course, me and Bob done the other ladder match at SummerSlam 95. I believe that's right, Bob. Yep. Yep. Um, hey, it just popped me when Sean came out and done that. And it got me more excited for the matchup, to be honest. And it's kind of, you know, it was kind of sad that Sean had to do that to get me excited. But anyways, um, Devlin versus Escobar, I, you know, like Bob said, he's played a great heel as champion. I really enjoyed it. Um, but personally, I don't know. Like Bob said, he's got some heat on him, so they probably will let Escobar win. But, I, you know, when we done our uh, Smack Draw predictions, I picked Devlin to win. Uh, like Dave, uh, Dave sent me that, so I picked Devlin to win. I don't know. It, it, like I said, it's a toss-up on this matchup, like Bob said. So, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go lukewarm. I'm. I'm also gonna say this. This could be the match that actually steals the show because it doesn't have the high expectations mm. that the two main events have for NXT Takeover. This could end up being the most unexpected steal the show because you don't expect it to be as good as it is. Mm. It has that potential. So yep. I 100% agree, Bob. I'd actually open up night two with it. I think this should kick off night two for sure. If you can't be first, if you can't be last, be first. And I mm. think this match should be a good first opening match. Uh, this is the hardest one for me of the NXT card to pick a winner because these two are so well matched and. Um, Santos is not a traditional cruiserweight either. He's a mat wrestler, and he loves mm. to make guys tap. And uh, the match he had um, with, uh, oh, gosh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, was it, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. It was either Leon Ruff or somebody like that. Was uh, it Swerve he, Scott? No, it wasn't Swerve because it was a baby okay. face. And, but he, he matted him, 75% of the match. There were very few flying moves. And so I was like, this is not a typical cruiserweight champion. He's just a cruiserweight by his weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was a little chaotic, but him versus Cross was a good match. He he walked was, right up to yeah. yeah, he walked right up to Cross, got right in his face and said, I ain't scared of you. So yeah, this is uh, Santos is a great heel and a great champion, but Devlin's the Irish ace. And he and he and he's gonna bring a lot of good stuff back to this match and remind the American audience why we've missed him. And and what and, and what we're gonna get out of this match. That all being said, I am picking Santos to retain because he's got two guys to help him, and it's a ladder match. It's no DQ. So I, I just it's it, and because of that, spoiler alert: there could be a potential three belts in Legado del Fantasma before the end of this takeover. Yeah. So that that might be an interesting picture they want to paint. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. But no, I'm picking well, Santos to retain. As long as they don't put him on the MSK, I'm fine. Yeah, well, I'm picking Santos to retain here. Okay. Let's go now to that match, actually. Um, let's go to the match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. 
the Grizzled Young Veterans mm. versus MSK versus Legado del Fantasma. Soon are you be in Bob, go ahead. Hot, cold, or lukewarm? I'm cold. I don't like. Um, I, I don't like multiple tag team matches. Uh, uh, even a triple threat tag team match, I think, is I dumb. Hate there's no way and fatal four way tag matches. I hate them. There's, I there's hate no them. way to work it where it makes any sort of sense. Mm. It's just going to be chaos, heat, chaos, heat, hot tag that doesn't go anywhere. Hot tag doesn't go anywhere. False finishes, more chaos. The wrong person. You might as well make it tornado rules. You might as well make it tornado rules. Just let them go. If you're going to do yeah. this, let them go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let them go. Let them break out the furniture. I mean, just have TLC. If, if I mean, if you're going to do that, just have a TLC match well. with four teams. <laughs> I mean, um, so yeah, I'm I'm cold for it. Uh, as long as MSK doesn't win, I'll be happy. I have a feeling that they're going to win because they won the Dusty Cup and. They were high on them. I don't. They're they're my least favorite of the because who is it? It's MSK, um, Legato, and GYV. Also, it's a, just a triple threat. I thought it was mm-hmm. a fatal four way. Okay, no, so just, it's just, just a triple threat. threat. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, Grizzled Young Veterans win. Though I still think that's the dumbest name on the face of the planet. <laughs> um, it's they're not young either. <laughs> they're not. They're not young and they're not veterans. No. So it's like, what do you what? Um, but as long as MSK doesn't win, I'll be okay with it. I like your idea of getting uh, three belts on uh, Legato. Mm. I think that would be a that would be cool. That would be a cool little play on it. Um, I still want Kalisto to come in and join that group, but yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. That'd be great. Um, you know, I picked on the predictions I picked MSK because I, you know, the, they've been building and it's you, can, obvious. you can see like Bama said, it's obvious, it's obvious that MSK is going to win this thing. Um, so, you know, I'm cold, but if grizzled young veterans or Legato win, like Bama, I'm telling you, you guys are great mind because I would love to see that. Uh, like Bob said, I would love to see that, you know, the whole faction have championships kind of like evolution style. Um, that would be great. Or, uh, Undisputed Era. Well, yeah. There's only three. Both of those, fa- both those factions had four. Legato only has three. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah, like all championships. Yeah, yeah, the Shield. Yeah, that would yeah, be a good. Like yeah. Um, but you know, I would probably shield. be cold. So. Uh, I, I'm I'm lukewarm. Uh, I, I I like Grizzled Young Veterans style. I look. I don't hate MSK, but they're not the Hardy Boys. You know, there's not they don't have as much psychology as the High Flyers of old. So they just they just need to grab they need to think a little bit more. And I know the youth movement loves them, and they're bringing in younger eyes to watch. I get it. Um, and the people that watch Impact and love the Rascals, they're gonna love these guys. So I get it. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make up some points here in the pick and pull, D Rod, and I'm gonna say. Legato wins this. Oh, okay. I, 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 I don't think it's writing on the wall. I think it's unlikely. But you know what? Maybe, just maybe, what they want to do is set up a heel tag team with the championships that MSK can chase for a little while. 
And MSK versus Legato will be a high-flying feud that a lot of fans will want to watch. And um, I just think it would be an interesting thing. I would rather I would rather keep MSK in the chase because then maybe I might grow to like them more than I do. But I'm, so I'm going to pick Legato out of left field. Probably won't happen. I think MSK is the obvious choice, but I want to see Santos with the Cruiserweight Championship and Legato with the tag team titles. Let them walk out on any, on the first episode of uh, Tuesday night NXT as as triple champions mm-hmm. and see how that looks in the ring. So. One thing I want to say about MSK, uh, well, this is kind of a couple of things because I've haven't I haven't had a platform to say anything about them <laughs> yet. Um, one, if somebody can do a moonsault, just let them do a moonsault. They don't have to do a moonsault and then be pushed onto a guy. That does not make it any more effective. It probably actually uh, makes it less effective. Number two, cool. the uh, what was that? Just saying they're just doing it because they think it looks cool. That's all. Yeah, I know, but that's dumb. That's a dumb reason to do a move. If it doesn't help you win the match, don't do it. Um, number two, uh, their matches don't make any sense. They have no idea how to work a hot tag at all. Uh, have, even the hot tags that they get, the guys come in and they're immediately doing hurricane runners to them and stuff instead of just laying into them, which is what you want to see when your baby face is coming back. Three, I like Desmond Xavier. Um, he has a little bit more sense and a little bit more ability. The other guy he's with looks like a fresh out of jail meth head. I'm sorry, he does. <laughs> he looks like a fresh out of jail meth head, and he's sloppy and he doesn't know how to work. Um, so, like that, that's how I feel about them. I think mm-hmm. that if, if you could just get Desmond Xavier as a singles you'd have something because he would be great in the cruiserweight division because he has bat wrestling ability. He's got, you know, but with the, the way that they work their matches and with the, the fat skinny guy on his team, it just, it, it doesn't look right to me. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. So it's crazy guys, but Legato is actually the most grounded team in this thing, yeah. which is interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, let's go. Oh, and, uh, oh, and one more thing. I know, I know WWE, you don't watch this, but stop. Oh, doing your picture. We blow out, man. Thanks for your yes. service, man. I appreciate it. Thank That's you. Blowout. Blow I appreciate you. Yeah. Here, here's, here's my rant of the night. Stop going to commercial and doing picture in picture while the heels are getting their heat. Have y'all noticed every time we come back from commercial or in picture in picture, it's the hot tag and we didn't get to see the baby faces get beat up during the break. Stop doing that. It's so stupid. I can't stand when they do that. Well, Every that's, tag team match, they do it. That's because the baby faces usually can't sell very well, so they have to cover that. Yeah. <laughs> because nobody knows how to sell. And nobody old. really knows how to get heat on a guy anymore anyway. They think doing the stone cold, just stomping a mud hole, which are the worst-looking kicks on the base of a planet, mm. is getting heat on a guy. Like, no, you have to mm-hmm. break his eyes, like, Twist his arm up. Make make him think that you're going to break his arm or break his leg. Like, yeah. sorry, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. Rick, but yes. I, I completely agree, Dave. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah you, want, you want to watch get heat? Watch how Ciampa kills somebody methodically. That's how you get heat on somebody. Yeah. My gosh. And, and I will say this. Nope. I'm a big... I'm a big fan of all these different heels, but Chompa's heel run where he walked out to no music as the Blackheart, that needs to be a blueprint for anybody in NXT that follows him as a heel. You want to see great heel work. Go to NXT UK, watch Sam Gradwell work, 
watch Teoman work. They yeah. both work as heels in the ring, and you know that they are heels. You want to see heel yes. tag team work? Watch Pretty Deadly work. They work as a team, but they work as a heel team. It's it's really not that hard. Everybody's trying to overcomplicate everything anymore. It's very simple. Just beat up the baby face. To, yeah. That's it. Beat him up. Make Slow him, down. Beat him like up. It's not hard. Yeah. Here's another point, Bob. Uh, and you brought him up. T.O. Man is becoming one of my favorites on NXT UK. Quickly. Very fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's do, he's doing some great work over on NXT UK. Yeah, he had a he had a match this week and it was just it was brutal. And this guy's more of like a high flyer too. But he just man, he just beats the crap out of people. Mm. It's it's fun to watch if you know how to work if you recognize good heel work. All right, guys, we got two more matches on this night, and that the first one that we're gonna do now is the match. For the NXT Heavyweight Championship, Finn Balor defending against Karrion Cross. D-Rod, hot, cold, or lukewarm? I'm going to be 100% honest. When I, when I saw the build, and nothing against the build-up, it was, it was pretty pretty good. with Cole, And we'll get to it here in just a minute, but i got to make this point. With Cole and O'Reilly. But once I saw Cross and Balor stare down in the middle of that ring on NXT, they had me hooked. Because I've been wanting to see this match for so long. And we're finally going to see it. I'm red hot. And I am I I guess I should lower my expectations. Because, you know, I've, I've set the bar up here. But mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's going to be good. And I'm red hot for it. I'll go next. I am really red hot for this match. They both suffered the same identical shoulder injury that had made them relinquish the title they won the night after they won it. The stories are perfectly built in. The packages that um, uh, uh, Jeremy Borash has put together on NXT, top-notch. He's a phenomenal filmographer and a phenomenal package uh, creator. Um, I do think that Finn made a good point that Karrion Cross will be explosive and want to go hard and go fast. And if Finn can just outlast him and get him into deep water, the longer this match goes, the more it's in Finn's favor. But having said that, it's time to put the belt on the man that needs to be the face of this of this of this this brand. Karrion Cross needs to hold the title and defend it against all comers. And I'm looking forward to seeing who they uh, put up against him. Uh, I'm interested to see who the next baby face will be to challenge him. And I know a lot of people may disagree with that, but because he is built for the main roster, but I think he needs to actually hold the belt for a little while before they decide to send him on up, maybe around SummerSlam. Bob, hot, cold, lukewarm. Oh, I'm hot. Mm. I'm hot. This is going to be a great match. This is going to be a fantastic match. This is going to be like Bret Hart versus Diesel Good. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, because it's big, explosive. Exactly what you said was the exact same thing that we had in the build towards diesel versus brett for diesel's like power moves power wrestling i'm one of i don't work by the hour i'm just going to beat you up and mm. brett's like well that's fine you know and then in the match he took his best shot ended up coming back unfortunately here i think cross needs to win and yeah. cross needs to get his title back because he needs to drop it at the next pay-per-view to demon finn before he gets taken up to the main roster um, I just think that that's going to happen. I, I don't see Vince okay not wanting this guy and Scarlett specifically up on the main roster. You're assuming Vince possible. watches NXT. 
Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. And I guess that's true because look how long it took him to do anything with Rhea Ripley, yeah. uh, which we'll get right. to later. Uh, but but I just I, I think the Carrion's going to get called up to the main roster very soon. Uh, I've already heard whispers that he that Vince wants him up there. Um, so I think a, a one-two match, you know, he, he wins against De- against Finn. Finn has to bring out the demon to take care of Cross. You kind of cross that off, and then he can uh, yeah. cross, cross it that off. Yeah, go up to the main roster, and then we can drop the title to Cole, and then Cole O'Reilly can feud over it for the rest of the year. And you know, so there's. I think there's a lot in this uh, uh, in the main title picture that's still yet to be done, but this is going to be a great match. It's just it's going to be freaking fantastic. Um, and yeah, I think Cross goes over, so I'm hot. All right, guys, and that brings us to what I'm calling the real main event of night two, and it's unsanctioned, but I would not be surprised if they put this even last after the championship match. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, unsanctioned match. I'll start this one white freaking hot. This is my match of the week only because this is the one I'm the most emotionally invested in. These guys could have a car crash match and I'll still love it because it is so emotional. These two guys have been adversaries and friends for over a decade. Every time they touch, it is magic. They know how to tell a story. Both guys know how to work. Adam Cole's the next freaking Shawn Michaels. I wish he was two inches taller so Vince would notice him. But these two guys will put on a clinic. They'll put emotion into it. I really, truly hope they limit the weapons to only those that are obviously needed, like the stairs, because it's part of the story. Maybe one chair, maybe one turnbuckle pad taken off. Use the outside, but you don't have to go full TLC here. Use the emotion. Use the hatred. Use Use the piss and vinegar against each other. Tell a great story. What will Bobby and Roddy have to do with it? I don't know, but that's the intrigue of this. And I cannot wait to see it. White hot for this match, Bob, hot, cold, or lukewarm. If it went down like you say you want it to go down with minimal weapons and telling a great story and having a brutal match that probably lasts maybe 10, 15 minutes at the longest, which is what it should. Like a match that has this much heat and this much hatred between the two people shouldn't last much longer than 10 minutes because they should just Mm. beat the ever-loving crap out of each other. Unfortunately, I can't trust WWE, even NXT, to do that. So I'm lukewarm because I'm I'm hesitant to really buy into Yeah, 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 you can shame me all you want, but I'm hesitant to buy into it because I've seen it time and time again. Um, but the buildup's been great. It's going to be a good match. Even if it's even if they do a semi-car crash match, it's still going to be a pretty good match just because they're going to sell everything. Uh, you know, Adam's not going to have his knee slammed into a ladder 20 times and then get up and, and be doing flips around the ring. You see what I'm saying? So they mm. are going to sell shit. They're going to tell a story. Hopefully it involves minimal tables and chairs and uh, Gaga, but as long as it no kendo sticks, mm. no wrenches, nothing like that. Just you know, no extra a couple tables. of chairs, some cables, um, yeah. the stairs, and maybe the announce table. That's all they should need yeah. for for this yeah. match. I, 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 uh, I hope honestly, like like for instance, Adam Cole super kicks him into the ring section. 
and just out of the fact of his hands right there, grab the ring bell and hit him with it. Whatever's natural, whatever just happens, mm-hmm. that's the way it should be. You know, don't don't go well, looking for that weapon I hid there five hours ago. Whatever you, you want, grab it and hit them with it. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. if you want to see a great no yeah, DQ match, and how <laughs> no DQ match is supposed to be done. Go watch Sam Gradwell versus Ilya Dragunov from NXT UK. Best no DQ yeah. match I have seen in years. Maybe one of the best no DQ matches I've ever seen. It's it's perfect. They do it to perfection. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, it, Go ahead. I was going to okay. say the exact same thing with the Gradwell match because what Dave was saying was exactly what happened in that matchup. You had the ring bell. You had cables. You had uh, the stairs, and you had chair. And but it made sense. And it, yes, Dave, it made sense. Because they were in a intense rivalry. They've been in for about a month. And, you know, there's been some things A happening. month? <laughs> over a well, month. Well, over a month. Yeah, a couple They've months. been in that rivalry since uh, they came back after the uh, Walter Dragunov match. Yes. So over a month. And, well, and same thing, you know, but... Um, it's you know when I look ten at years, ten years, D Rod, ten years. I these understand two ten yeah. years. Yeah, I understand ten years. Um, and here's the thing: love Cole, love O'Reilly. O'Reilly had some great matchups with Balor, really great. Um, and I'm excited. Yes, and I understand why they put it unsanctioned because, like you said, they build up ten years that you know. But I would just love this match to be just a wrestling match. I really would have. And I know, you know, unsanctioned, build up, all that. But I would have loved this to be a wrestling match. And it may still turn out to be that way if they do it the correct way. But well, D-Rob, we're going to get the wrestling match oh, yeah. in uh, yeah. four or five months. I, If I were NXT, I would have Kyle O'Reilly get re-injured here and go off TV completely until Cole gets the title. From Cross? So that way... Oh, man, from Balor? From, from, yeah. from Balor. Yeah. Yeah, that way Kyle O'Reilly can come in the same time that Cole wins the title and attack him in the ring right after he wins it, just like Cole did with Drew McIntyre. You've got instant fucking heat. Everybody's like, Kyle O'Reilly's back! Yeah. And it sets up for that feud great. And they could have a best two out of three mm-hmm. for the championship where Kyle finally goes over, and that's... That's that's six months of, of booking right there mm. that you've just taken care of for your main title. Yeah, Bob, I am so glad you said that because who books this stuff? Triple H and Shawn Michaels, who had, in my opinion, the best rivalry in, in wrestling history in some aspects. When Shawn came back from his back injury, his first match was an unsanctioned match against Triple H, who was trying to take him out of commission. And he won that match, but that's not how it ended. It ended with Triple H breaking the sledgehammer over his neck and putting him back out for two more months until we hit the Royal Rumble build season. I fully anticipate in some way I hate to to interrupt you, but I think we interrupted and kind of took over D-Rod's No, y'all go ahead. (laughs) Y'all go ahead. (laughs) I'm just making the point that D-Rod is is, is forgetting his his boy Don't you you bring up Triple H. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you go there, Dave. (laughs) No, but 
I, I really am, and you know, I hate to be this picky. I really do. I hate to be, uh, when I go and say what I'm about to say, that the, the stare down between Cross and Balor with, you know, a little build up, but it's got me more excited. And I, I don't know, you know, maybe it's because I'm more attached to Cross and Balor. I enjoy them more. Nothing against Cole and O'Reilly, but. Nothing uh, wrong with that. Nothing um, wrong with that at all. And so, I'm lukewarm, but I'm really close to hot, Dave. And I really want mm-hmm. you to know that. I am really That's close fine. to hot. See, D-Rod, I don't expect you to love them as much as I do because you know I'm this for Yeah, life. I know, so I, I know. I don't, I don't expect you. And, and again, like I said, the intriguing part of this match for me, because I know it's going to be a great match, and the reason it's unsanctioned is because Kyle is still, quote-unquote, not medically cleared to compete. And so they can't hold NXT responsible for what happens to him. That's where I think this match is going to be a little slower than we think it is because he's going to sell that head injury. Mm. So I think it's I think there'll be a lot of that. I am truly the question mark for me in this match is what's going to happen with Roddy and will we see Bobby Fish and will Bobby Fish realign with his partner Kyle or will Adam Cole reform the UE without Kyle? I don't know. All these questions are up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen with it. And that's what I love about the story because it could go any direction we want to go. I love Bob's idea. Put Kyle back on the shelf and let him come back again in three months to challenge Cole for the title, maybe. I want Roddy and Bobby to tell Adam to go screw himself and them to become a tag team because they would be a great tag addition to the tag team division. Mm. They work great as a tag team. They're believable as guys that hang out together. They were part of UE. They got spurned, but they're still hungry for gold. Makes sense. Like, makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And they could be a team that could knock off whoever wins this triple threat and actually hold the titles for a minute while everybody else kind of figure out what the hell they're doing. I like it. All right, guys. Well, that's NXT Stand to Deliver. Uh, do we need to take a quick break, or do you want to jump right into WrestleMania? Let's go right into Mania. All right, let's do it. Hey, Rob, we good? Yeah, we good. All right. Yeah, we're doing Night pretty one. good on time. We've only got yeah. an hour now. We are. We're, we're doing great. We, we, we should definitely finish before the before the eleven o'clock mark. Here we go. We're good. So, night one of WrestleMania. This is Saturday night. Uh, I actually think this match will be the opening match. That's why we're doing it first, and that's the match. For the Raw Tag Team Championships, the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defended against AJ Styles in a debuting almost. Please let me start this one and just say I'm freaking cold. <laughs> um, why Why the heck did the New Day have to win the titles for an 11th time without, without Big E? I don't get it. I don't like it. And as much as I love AJ Styles, top 10 wrestlers of the last decade, I love AJ Styles. We'll go down as one of the greatest of all time. We'll be in the WWE Hall of Fame. We'll be copied for years to come for his good ending work. And the dude can flat out sell. He's a great wrestler and I love him, but I don't like almost, I don't like this tag team. I don't like AJ in the tag team picture. I don't, I don't like this. I want AJ to be, putting bigger guys over and making bigger main event names and keep being a main event guy until he's finally done. Dave. I don't like this match. What almost does in the ring will be intriguing. Will he be like Kali or will he be athletic <laughs> like some of these other big guys? I don't know, but I'm, I'm cold on it. I don't really care about it. Get, put it in the first match and get it over with. D-Rod? Dave, um, you do know who AJ Styles was pushing for to get a WrestleMania match with, don't you? I'm sure you're going to tell me. Triple H. <laughs> no, I heard about that. I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm glad it didn't happen. Well, 
I, I would. Triple H said he doesn't have time. He didn't yeah. have time to get yeah. into ring shape yeah. or mania. That's yeah. why he shot him down. I'm, I'm okay. If, I'm okay if Triple H never wrestles again. He's doing too much work behind the scenes. I don't want him to ever get in the ring again. Well, that's a, that's an interesting take. Um, but now on to this, I, I'm cold because um, I only watch Raw minimally. <laughs> Uh, because of course you know the better shows here at Back to the Ring, you know, yeah, it's, it's just it's just. Hey, you know. that the freaking truth. <laughs> it really is. I hate to say it. I go back and I watch this on YouTube, and I'm like, this is way more entertaining. <laughs> yes. Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry. I hope the New Day retain. I hope the New Day retain. I'm that I, I totally agree with that. But I'm cold, Bob. What's up with you with this match? Uh, yeah, I'm cold too. I don't really care. Again, like I don't, I barely watch Raw as it is. Yeah. Uh, I love the New Day, but without Biggie, something, something's missing. Mm. Uh, he's kind of that, was always kind of that, uh, glue in between Kofi's more serious promos and Xavier's, uh, making fun of people and cracking jokes. And Biggie was kind of like there in the middle who do a little bit of both. Um, without Biggie, it's not really the new day, in my opinion. Um, but what else are you going to do with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods? Xavier Woods would end up chasing the 24 7 championship if he were a single. Yeah. So, you know, um, also, I, I'm not, I don't hate almost, uh, I really don't like everything they've mm-hmm. done with him so far hasn't been awful. Um, it's not like he's done anything embarrassing or embarrassing to the business. He's a big dude. He seems fairly athletic. Um, but I mean, he's still, he's just a giant guy. He's going to come in and slam people around. And, um, I, I just, and I don't care who wins. I'm going to pick the new day to retain just because I prefer Xavier and Kofi to uh, AJ and some big dude in the tag titles. I think that's dumb. I mean, we already got Braun Strowman winning with a fucking 10-year-old. Is that not enough? <laughs> like, really? So, and we'll get to Braun Strowman later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do we have to? Yeah, do we? All right. <laughs> well, well, hey, you know what? Let's just do it now and get it over with. Braun Strowman versus, here comes the money, Shane McMahon, Shane O'Mac. In a steel cage match. Uh, Bob, go and get it over with because I know you don't want to talk about it much. Um, Braun somehow gets out of the steel cage, and, or Braun runs around the inside of the steel cage with train effect. <laughs> Whoa, where's my train at? Where's the Midnight Express uh, at? <laughs> uh, Shane jumps off of the top of the cage. Um, I, I, I don't care. Uh, why is Braun, why are they trying to make Braun like a sympathetic baby face in this instead of just a, I'm going to kick your ass baby face? Um, Elias is apparently involved in this shit now, so he's probably going to interfere at some point. I just, I, I, I'm done with Braun Strowman. I was done with Braun Strowman when the Fiend feud ended. I was like, this is, I'm, I'm done with him. Take him off TV for like six months. Mm. Like let people forget about him yeah, and then bring him back because he is like an Andre the giant. He's an attraction. You can steal a pay-per-view with Braun Strowman, but to have him there every week doing stuff just waters him down and makes him not special in any way because he, he's not a good in-ring worker. He's not a great promo. He's just a big dude who's semi-athletic. Maybe him and almost should team up, and they can be like. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Know, you. I'll, 
They can call themselves the big slow. <laughs> the big right, slow or express. the express, you know, you know, like the, the big slow like, express. You know, like the Bama Express is gonna run all over the Bama boys on WWC. You know, it, it just paints a great picture. Uh, but anyways, not to rub against Dave any, but. Um, I'm, I'm cold. I don't need the rub from you. Oh, yeah, you do. I, I don't need <laughs> to know about you guys rubbing each other. <laughs> hey, lunches will collide, Bob. <laughs> no, but I'm just gonna sit here and I'll eat my ribs and I'll just be happy. <laughs> no, but I'm cold as eyes on this matchup. Uh, you know, as long as uh, well, who cares? But as long as the best in the world, Shane McMahon, wins, who cares? <clears throat> Uh, do I have to talk about this? Um, I want Braun to win. I hate the fact that it's a stupid match, pun intended. Stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. Pure stupidity in booking this match. We don't need Shane anymore. We don't need him. We don't need any of the McMahons anymore. I agree with Bob. Braun versus Almost would have been better. Or Braun and Almost in a tag team against the New Day would have been better. I, I I don't like this match. I don't. This this is the epitome of saying we're catering to six year olds. Does people call you stupid even if you're big? <laughs> well, you can get vengeance in a cage match. Stupid. Okay. All pun intended. I hate this match. Braun Strowman's biggest move is when he runs around the outside <laughs> of the ring. Why yeah. is this not a Hell in a Cell match? So he can run around the outside. Thank of the you. Yeah. And Shane can yeah. jump off Hell in a Cell again, because you know he like Jane. Shane jumps off of tall stuff. Yeah. That's well, what I'm done. Exactly. He's like, well, I'm gonna pick a match where you can't go anywhere. It's gonna be a cage. So just make it a Hell in a Cell. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. It's so stupid. I, I would have loved it more if Jackson and Elias did a two-on-one handicap match with Braun. I would have been more intrigued by that. Because well, it was like three-on-one. Yeah, three-on-one. Yeah, yeah three-on-one. Why not? Hell, oh, make it yeah. DQ, too. If you're going to make it ridiculous, at least make it ridiculous mm-hmm. in yeah. a way that makes sense. Braun's going to get the win. It's I'm calling on it. Braun's going to get the win. All right. Let's go to the match that was sincerely booked just to get new eyes on the product. The Miz versus Bad Bunny. I'll start this one lukewarm, only for one reason, The Miz. I love The Miz. I, I think he's one of the most underrated talents in the history of the company. I think he has the – I think I think if WWE is, has any brain, retire the IC title on The Miz. Let him win it two more times to break Jericho's record. Let him hold it for at least 30 more days to be the longest tenured Intercontinental Championship of all time. Bob, you you disagree? No, never retire the IC title. Yeah, no, never, retire. ever, ever. It's the mm. best title in the history of wrestling. Yeah. Don't ever retire it. Mm. I'd like, well, I'm you, still sad that the big gold belt isn't still around. I would yeah, rather. Well, I agree with that. I do agree title. with that. So, I do agree with that. Okay, well then, if you don't retire, then let Miz break all records with it. I do, I do want yeah. that to happen. Yeah, because I love the Miz, and if the Miz, if anybody, if if you're gonna put somebody in the ring with Bad Bunny to make Bad Bunny look anywhere decent in the ring, the Miz is a good worker to help make that happen. Johnny uh, Morrison will be on the outside. Damian Priest will be on the outside. 
I wish this was a tag team match because yeah. I love this is going. This is going to be made a tag team match during the match. I have a very distinct feeling that it will because this will save the match and make it a good match. Plus, you get Bad Bunny in there. He can do some stuff to Miz. Damian Priest can get in and do some stuff. Like, There's no reason why this is not going to end up being a tag team match. I'm sorry. I'm- yeah. No, it's okay. So I'm lukewarm for it, and I do think uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest will go over and win this match. Bob, go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm 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 lukewarm for it too because I'm curious. I'm really curious what they're going to do. Like I said, I love the Miz. I think the Miz is hands down. I guess Dave didn't like what I had to say about the Miz. Uh, I guess the Miz the Miz is hands down the best mid card heel. I think WWE's had in probably a decade or more. Mm. Like nobody has filled that role of smarmy, cowardly. A heel that isn't that isn't really a top guy, mm. but isn't you know isn't at the bottom of the card. Like he is a mid card heel. He's like a Baron Corbin. Like he's he's mid card all the way. You know he wins enough that you know you could think he's going to win. And Miz is the safest worker on in the business right mm. now. He really is. Like he he works safe for himself. He works safe for the people he's with. Um, so he's a great guy to put Bad Bunny in there with. Apparently, Bad Bunny's been training at the Performance Center ever yeah. since his first uh, uh, appearance. So, and this is a guy. Bob, don't, for- up- yeah. Bob, don't forget top five on the stick in the business right now. The Miz. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. The Miz is a great promo. Um, when he believes it, when he's not doing goofy shit, when yeah. he's right. like doing his, you know, like. Correct. Yeah, yes. take that the, out. Um, <laughs> hey, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. All right. Um, a lot of people don't re- remember that because we didn't have crowds this past mm. year. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I think he gets turned into a tag team match. I think Bad Bunny's going to look better than we think he's going to look because he obviously loves professional wrestling, mm. understands. The business understands that he's undersized. That's why he's team. That's why they teamed him up with Damian Priest. Um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good match. I think it's going to actually defy people's expectations mm. of what it's going to be, and it's going to be an entertaining match. They'll probably keep Bad Bunny out of it for the majority of it, and be Damian Priest versus mm. Miz and Morrison. That's fine. That's what it needs to be. The more we get to see of Damian Priest, the better, anyway, because I've been high on him. Since he was in, uh, uh, you know, he's he's a mid card champion right now. I want him. I want the United States title on Damian Priest, mm-hmm. and I want Matt Riddle to disappear somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, we'll talk about that in a little bit. D. Rod, go ahead. Yeah, that's a good point, Bob. Um, now, uh, lukewarm also because. Like I was going to bring that up, what Bob said about the performance center, that impresses me a lot. That he loves, you know, what he is doing right now. Bad Bunny does, you know. When I first saw him, first cat in, I was like, eh. And then I learned more about him. He's coming back. He's he's honing his craft at the performance center. I mean, you got to respect that. I mean, um, for you know, we've never, you know, we've seen it a little bit, but we haven't seen a you know a big star come in and go to performance center try and get better as a wrestler um 
and that just it really you know speaks to me so I'm gonna go lukewarm with this matchup and I hope it does turn into a tag team matchup like Bob said and Dave said and Damian Priest like you said amazing Miz is amazing it should be good guys the only question I want to leave you guys with on this one is what would you guys do with Miz and John Morrison would you guys put them against each other put them on different brands I love both of them as individuals I hate them together what would y'all do with them I'd put, yeah, I would put, I would put Morrison in NXT, honestly. Yes. I think that would be a great place for Morrison. He can, he, he could, uh, he could actually like be a contender. He could be up there in the top of the uh, North American title, bottom of the uh, uh, world, the NXT title, you know, just kind of run him around in there. He could probably teach guys a lot of shit. You know, he's been in the business for a long time. He can and his wife work just with got people here. at the Ty is here center. Now. Yeah. Well, and and Ty Valkyrie's mm. coming. So, like, I think that that would be a perfect place for him. But, I mean, hell, him and Ty Valkyrie. Dude, okay. Ty Valkyrie, John Morrison, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae yeah. faction. I love it. I love it. Be good. I love it. Good. There you go. NXT, give B.O.B. a call. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Now let's move forward to what I think will be the show stealer, possibly, of night one. Seth freaking Rollins mm. versus the Swiss cyborg, Mr. Cesaro. D-Rod, you start this one. Hot, cold, or lukewarm. And I said earlier, Dave, that – I had a couple matchups that I thought, you know, underdog matchups that could steal the show. This, in my opinion, is a match that could steal the show. Because yes. Seth, Seth Rollins, oh my God, I don't even need to say anything. Seth Rollins proves himself. So it's all proves Seth himself. Seth freaking Rollins, the thank you very much. There you go, Seth freaking Rollins. He proves himself. You know, I, I can't say anything except this match is going to be amazing. And you people out there who's... Who's saying, well, it'll be all right. No, this is going. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I think it might steal night one. Like, I, I really oh. do. And so I'm, I'm red hot for this matchup. Bob, go ahead. I am red hot as well. And I, this is one of the matches that I have marked to steal the week. Yeah. Um, I think it's that good. I think this could end up being the best match of Mania weekend. Mm. Um, uh, it, cause it's just, there's, you got everything there. Um, you've got a decent, uh, uh, feud. It doesn't necessarily make a whole hell of a lot of sense, but you've got two guys that know how to work and make a story. Cesaro is the take most a swing at it. underutilized, underrated <laughs> guy in the professional wrestling business, period. Yeah. Like I, the fact that this guy's only been like a U.S. champ once, never been intercontinental champion, never even challenged really challenged for one of the big belts is just um it's 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 insane um you know uh so yeah cesaro in seth i'm super hot i don't care who wins it's going to be a good match i i would love to see cesaro go over at mania because that this is his this is his first singles match at wrestlemania ever mm-hmm. so I would love to see him go over, but I have a feeling Seth might end up going over and we might get Buddy Murphy coming back out. Mm. But we'll see. I am definitely red hot for this match. Uh, The moment I I talked with Kyle on this for our SmackDown recap and 
we're both high on Cesaro. We both love him. We He's one of the best workers in the company, in the wrestling world, actually. He's a great worker. Uh, him and Sheamus with the bar, one of the best tag teams to ever be naturally, organically created. I love that tag team with the two of them. Bob's right. He held the U.S. title a long time ago. Then he's been stuck in the tag team division with, with Sheamus, uh, with Tyson Kidd before then. And then he had Shinsuke for about a year and a half. So he's always been a tag team wrestler. And, and Kyle and I talked about it. And, and I said to Kyle, if Seth Rollins can't put him on the next level where Vince takes him seriously and puts him in the main event picture, nobody can. Seth Rollins is that good. He is a phenomenal in-ring competitor. Mm. He is... He is one of the guys that will be like Shawn Michaels. You want to sh- let me show you how good he is? Put him in the ring with Seth. Seth will show us how good he is. And I appreciate that about Seth. Seth is a great heel. I think they missed the mark on a little bit of his return because of coming back with Becky's baby and all that. I, I kind of wanted him to come back as a face and play off of that. But that's long said gone. It's good for it's good for Cesaro. Seth will shine him up well. I'm praying Cesaro goes over. I really am. I want him to go over here and maybe get into the main event picture after this for the next couple of pay-per-views. I think he deserves it. I think I, he, he should be there. We'll see. But I'm looking forward to it. I think he goes over, Dave. I really do. Uh, I, 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 so. I have a feeling Seth's going to go over. But uh, if, if Cesaro doesn't go over, he should get the first ticket to NXT UK and go over there and become part of their main event division because he would fit in perfect mm. with them. He could be, he's an easy, easily believable guy to be their top guy over there because he's European. And he gets to visit his family more. So I don't know. That's just, that's mm. me. I've been saying that's that for a while now, but yeah, we'll see. All right, guys, let's go to. What? Forgive me. Uh, I said the Raw Tag Team Championship match will probably open. I, I'm disagreeing with myself now. Let's go to what I think will be the opening match. That's the WWE Championship. I think they're going to open with Bobby Lashley defending the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Uh, this is the chance for Drew to get the crowd pop and win the title back in front of an arena of fans because he missed that moment last year. Um, whether or not they, op- they they opened with Brock versus Seth a few years ago with the WWE Championship. Match. That's because so Brock possible. wanted to go home early because he was. That is true. Jump. That is true. That is true. So and this isn't that same crowd. Let me uh, let me go let me ahead. Talk to you start. You start. Let me talk to you. First of all, this is a hot crowd coming out the gate. These people are going to pop for headlocks. They're so starved for live wrestling. Mm. Uh, An arm drag is going to get a standing ovation. You don't need to hot shot this pay-per-view and put one of your best matches on first. Start with one of the shitty matches. Start with the tag team match. Start with something like that. Because these people are going to pop for anything. You might as well get them to pop for anything while you put crap in front of them. Because by the time you get to Drew versus Bobby, they are going to be like just rabid. Mm. It's exciting. You see what I'm saying? Uh, um, Bob and Dave, did y'all watch the start of Raw? And I might have misheard. I don't know. But at the start of Raw tonight, if I'm not mistaken, Drew McIntyre come out and the commentator said um, that Drew versus Bobby would be the main event of night one. If that's the case, I'm pissed. But go ahead, D-Rod. Well, I, that's, that, I, like I said, I might have misheard. Like you know, events, it could change. But 
That's what I heard when I'm watching it earlier. So, um, main event or co-main event? No, the main event from what I as in the last match of the night. Okay, well we'll see. I don't really care. So yeah, Yeah. I don't care what I don't care what what main events to pay per view because I don't think it really matters that much. Uh Um, but overall, I'll, anyway, I'll, anyway, I'll, yeah. let, let me let me go ahead and finish here. Uh, I am actually kind of hot for this match. Mm-hmm. I wish it were Sheamus because when Sheamus and Lashley were in the ring the other week, I was like, oh my god, this is a great match. These guys have great chemistry working against each other. Like, I wish this were the WrestleMania match instead of Drew, who I'm I'm so bored with Drew. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's like eating the same. Uh, like I love toast with butter and je- jelly. I love it. But if I eat the same white toast with the same butter with the same jelly every day for a year, I'm done with it. I'm sick yeah. of it. And that's exactly what we've gotten from Drew McIntyre is the exact same thing for the whole year. And I'm just I, I, the horses left the barn with him. If they were gonna if he was gonna get over, he would have gotten over naturally during this year anyway um mm. keep it on lashley you right i'm gonna go because like bob said i've been saying this for a long time <laughs> dave probably remembers i've been i've been saying this i know some of the smack raw people remember i've been saying this for a long time i am i'm i don't know what it is i'm just bored with drew mcintyre um and, you know, I I enjoy Bobby Lashley. I really do. And I'm sad that they, you know, broke up the uh, Hurt Business. But Not they. Not they. He. He. He broke up the Hurt Business. <laughs> uh, but overall, you know, I'll probably say lukewarm on this matchup. I'm hot for it. I love Lashley. I think him winning the title was well overdue. I think he's a great champion. And we know why Vince did this. He wants all the attention to be on Lashley and MVP. That's why he did what he did. And it was stupid. It didn't need to be done. Um, you didn't have to break up the New Day for Kofi to win. You didn't have to break up the Hurt Business for Lashley to win. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Um, so I, 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 I agree with you guys. This will be a good match. Um, Sheamus should have been in this. And even if it had become a triple threat, I would have been fine with that. I'm not to the level you guys are. I love Drew. I think he was a great choice to carry the company through this. He connects with the fans. He has a great story. Um, I can't pick it. I think Vince wants Drew to have his moment in front of fans, but if they keep it on Lashley, I'm fine with that too. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to pick Drew to, re- to get it back, but if, if, if Lashley retains, I'll let that point go. I'm not, I won't be mad about it at all. So, you know, you know, Bobby Lashley's 45 years old, right? Right. So this is probably his one chance for, a nice long title run. Yes. I agree. I keep it on it. I agree. Because Drew is younger and Drew can have another chance at a title run. Hell, Drew could win it at Mania next year in front of a stadium that's actually full of people right. and they could build it up and build him up as a baby. Hell, he could be the one who beats Roman Reigns for the title next year at Mania. Can yeah. you imagine that pop? Can you imagine yeah. that build? So. Yeah, that story's not over. Drew and Roman have more business to do. I agree. I, I, I still think I think Bobby Lashley should go over here. Plus, this is you know outside the realm. Uh, the, there's only been two uh, African Americans who have held the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. 
That's Kofi and Bobby Lashley. And it looks pretty bad on him if Bobby Lashley only gets a, what, two-month reign, three-month reign as championship, as champion. Like, that looks kind of shitty. You know, Kofi got a good six months, not the best six months because he didn't really, you know, but he went up against Samoa Joe. He went up against Dolph Ziggler. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, I just, I, I think that they should... They should keep it on Bobby Lashley till at least SummerSlam, which is what I would do. Mm. Yeah, I'm, f- I'm fine if they go back and forth for a few months. I'm fine if Drew wins and Lashley gets it back. I'm fine if no. they go back. And no, forth. I'm nah. done with the going back and forth. Somebody needs to hold the damn title yeah. and hold it for a long period of time because the, the more the title changes hands, the less prestige and the less the title actually means because yeah. it just keeps going from one person to another. Who the hell cares? That's why... Miz's run as Intercontinental Champion is so iconic is because before that, the Intercontinental Champion had been passed around like a hot potato for the past two years. Everybody mm-hmm. had gotten their hands on it. It didn't mean anything yeah. to have the Intercontinental Championship. Right. Sorry. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. Like I said, if Drew wins it, great. If Lashley wins, I'm, I'm great with that, too. So mm-hmm. I, just, I, just, I want a good match, and I want a memorable one. Anyway. All right, and now what I hope will be the main event of the first night. I don't think it will be after we'll hear what D-Rod said. But please, Vince, listen to the fans. They're screaming for this. Main event for night one, please. Sasha Banks defends the SmackDown Women's Championship versus the EST, Bianca Belair. We got the boss, the boss versus the EST. I'll start this one. I'm red hot for this. The story has been butchered. I don't like the story. I don't like the build. They have not done any favors with it. It should have simply been the moment Bianca won. She should have walked out and said, I want the boss. The boss should have come out and said, you want me, you got me, and clocked her in the head with a title, and they should have had piss and vinegar for four months building up. That's what it should have been. They didn't do it because they're stupid. I don't know why they didn't do it, but regardless of that, here's WWE's mindset. It's going to be a great match, and you know what? Yes, it will be. Bianca will look great. Sasha will do great. This match will be a good match. Sasha is the most daredevil of the four horsewomen. She'll throw herself around like crazy. She'll sell like crazy. She's gotten a lot better at selling. Bianca's still green. Sasha will help her with that. Put the title on Bianca. I don't, these stupid fans that want Sasha to hold it forever, she doesn't need any more shine. She doesn't need any longer title reigns. Bianca is ready. Put the title on her and let her be a female Brock Lesnar. Let her hold it for six months, defend against all comers. Bianca's ready. Put the belt on her. D-Rod, go ahead. Um, Like you said, Dave, if we're ranking, you know, if we're saying this on storyline, you know, frigid cold, but we know that Sasha and Bianca is going to get in the ring. And it's going to be amazing. So I'm red hot for the matchup. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I mean, Sasha Banks and Bianca, you look at their matchups, you could tell. Put them together, they're going to create a classic. And it's going to be great. I'm red hot. And the, the, the story could have been much better, like you said, Dave. We had to wait so long before Sasha actually turned heel. Um, but... Um, it's going to be a good matchup, and I'm red hot. All right, Bob, dump your cold water on it. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, if anyone in the women's division should be a female Brock Lesnar, it should be Rhea Ripley because she looks the part. I'm sorry. Bianca Belair is – she's tough. She's strong. I don't give a shit. She doesn't look like a female Brock Lesnar. Rhea Ripley does. Mm. So 
I'm cutting you out right there. <laughs> Number two, why is this supposed to be a main event? It wasn't built like a main event. It actually has one of the worst builds and worst storylines I've seen for a, a WrestleMania match in years. Agreed. It's just bad. It's Agreed. dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't present itself as a main event of match. Because one, yes, Bianca is still very green. Two, Sasha doesn't take care of green people. Sasha is out for Sasha. Sasha wants to get her shit in and look good. That's all she wants to do. So she's not going to be trying. She's going to do her best to shine her up. But in the end of the day, she's going to end up doing what Sasha does and going too fast, doing trying to do too much, and there's going to be botches. Um, I think it's going to be a decent match, but I don't have hopes for it to be a great match. Um, I I don't know who wins. I think Sasha should probably win because I don't think Bianca's ready to hold the main title yet. Uh, her promos are awful. Uh, Sasha's aren't better, but at least they are in a character. Bianca's promos are just changed from week to week, given on what script she's had. So I that, that's how I feel about it. I'm sorry. All right. Move to night two. I got pissed Dave off. <laughs> no, you didn't piss me off at all. You didn't piss me off at all. It's, it's wrestling, guys. It's wrestling. Hey, Dave, and why don't you ask me about New Japan? Ask me about the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> Tokyo Dome. No, no. I, I, I have a life. Okay. Um, Ouch. Ooh, that's, a little, that's a little much. I don't live to piss. I don't live to piss people off. Okay, um, so now let's move to night number two of WrestleMania and a good match that could be an opening match: Riddle versus Sheamus. I'll start this one. I'm hot for it. These two guys are stiff. They will lay it in. Sheamus has been the MVP of Monday Night Raw this last year. Every match he's been in has been good, if not great. I love his matches. I love his style. I hope they let him win this title as a consolation for not letting him be in the main event picture because, as Bob pointed out earlier, maybe, just maybe, we could get Sheamus and Damian Priest for the U.S. Championship. Mm. And I would love that. I would love that match. If we can do that, if, if we can make that happen. We've already seen Damian Priest and Matt Riddle a long time ago. We, and we know they have good chemistry. The main roster hasn't seen that yet. But if we don't get Damian Priest and Matt Riddle, Damian Priest versus Sheamus would be a great match as well. Mm -hmm. So I want Sheamus to win only because Sheamus deserves a title after the year he's put in helping carry Monday Night Raw through some abysmal ratings, abysmal storylines. But everything Sheamus has been in has been decent, if not good. Bob, I'll go to you next. Are you hot, cold, or lukewarm for the U.S. Championship match, Matt Riddle? Um, I'm lukewarm because I hate Matt Riddle. Uh, I don't. I'm done with it. I'm over it. The 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 stoner fucking man child running around on a <laughs> on a scooter. I just it's dumb. It's 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 absolutely dumb and it's ridiculous and it's. If that's how he actually acts in real life, I'm surprised more people don't act like Goldberg did to him and want to punch him in the damn face because I would want to punch him in the damn face. He's like he's like some guy from a fucking sorority whose daddy has money, so he smokes pot all the time, and he thinks that makes him cool even though he's a giant douchebag. Like, I'm sorry. Maybe it's a little personal for me because I lived in a college town for a long time, but that's, you know. Um, I... Uh, 
as far as the actual match goes, I want Sheamus to win. I put put that title on Sheamus. Let him defend it. Let Riddle chase. Uh, you know what? Let Tr- Riddle chase the twenty four championship, twenty four seven championship around. Because if he's going to be a goof, he might as well be a goof in a goof segment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Uh, I, I'm lukewarm also because I think it'll be a good matchup. But you know, I like you guys said. I remember watching Sheamus debut on Raw, and I've been huge on him ever since, and he has grown so much as a wrestler since then. And like you said, Dave, his stuff lately has been just just amazing. And He lays it in, man. He lays, he lays it, it in, in. yes. He, he is on a whole different level <laughs> yes. lately. He really is. Ever since that Big E feud, he is just like, he is, he is had another gear. Match. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm lukewarm. All right. Let's move forward to – let's just talk about this one and get it over with. Uh, the returning burned up back from the dead fiend Bray Wyatt <laughs> versus the master of the RKO, the legend killer, Randall Keith Orton, Randy Orton. <laughs> D-Rod, start this one. Hot, uh, cold, 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 cold. This shows right here that WWE – Oh, we can, yeah, we can, we can do a story, but it's got to be this crap with the Fiend coming back, burnt Fiend versus Randy Orton, you know, black stuff coming out of Randy Orton's mouth, you know, it's, but it's no surprise if you watch some of the old, you know, uh, some of Ministry the- Ministry of Darkness stuff. Uh, yeah. That stuff, you know, but um, cold as ice, and I, I can't wait to hear what Bob <laughs> Bob, you want to go ahead? Um, sure, I'll go ahead. I honestly, I'm I'm so cold. I don't care. <laughs> I really like. I am not going to watch this. I'm not going to listen to the commentary on it. I'm going to sit on my iPad and wait for it to be over. Um, Randy Orton is so much better than this, but he's probably sitting there like, hell, I'm making seven figures a year. <laughs> You know, if they want me to fucking stand around and not have to work with a guy and just make goofy faces, cool, that's fine. You know, Mm. um, everybody else, there's a ton of people who seem to like it, which I don't understand why. Um, I still don't understand the appeal of The Fiend. I, I really don't. It's so dumb. It's obviously a dude in a plastic mask. It, he obviously didn't really get burned, so they're, they're, it's obviously fake. It's obviously phony, and it just it takes the piss out of the whole business. Not in in the same way AEW does, but very close to in the same way AEW does. Hmm. It's like all the whole thing's a big wink at the audience, like, "Oh, this is fake," you know. <laughs> yeah. So like, it just it, it it and it pisses me off and it offends me. As a wrestling fan, it offends me that they would call what Bray Wyatt has now matches. Mm. So I'm I'm cold. I don't care who wins. I guess Brandy the Fiend will probably win. Who gives a shit? Maybe Alexa Bliss will win. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think Randy deserves so much better. I think he deserves to have WrestleMania moments and have great matches with great people. Um, and I, I love Alexa Bliss as a character. I love Alexa Bliss as a talent. She's extremely talented. They give her crap. She does the best she can with it, and it turns out decent or good. So I love Alexa Bliss for that. 
Bray Wyatt is, I guess, trying to be this generation's Mick Foley and have all these faces and this psychology and weird come back from the dead and horror and taunting, whatever. I'm sorry, dude, you're not the undertaker. You can't do the darkness and, and not dead, but I'm dead. And undertaker mastered that you are, you're not, you're not going to be anywhere close to that. I'm sorry. You can't do that. It's not the same thing. Bob, go ahead. There's there, there's a, there, this is the disconnect for me. This is the biggest disconnect besides all the supernatural stuff. Forget that. Even with the Undertaker and the Supernatural stuff, it got a little bit too much at times. The difference is when the bell rang, Undertaker could put on a banger of a match. Yeah. Yes, and he could. Just about anybody else over. Bray Wyatt cannot do that. Bray Wyatt has Bray Wyatt hasn't had an actual wrestling match since he's become the fiend. True. Mm-hmm. So if you can't have an actual wrestling match, like a real honest to God, bell to bell wrestling match and you got to rely on tricks and tips and gimmicks and gaga and bullshit to do it then you're not a good professional wrestler go to hollywood find a special effects guy make your own homemade horror movies get out of the wrestling business Mm -hmm. bob i'm not trying to i'm not trying to upset you anymore but did you feel the same way about mcfoley with all his characters no 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 because that's that's one, we all knew it was freaking Mick Foley. Um, mm. Number two, uh, Mick Foley had sold himself with the mankind as somebody who has multiple personalities anyway, so it wasn't outside the realm of, of believability. Number two, Dude Love was just a fun character that never really like did anything supernatural. Mankind never really did anything supernatural as far as I remember, except for maybe with when he first came in with uh, Paul Bearer um, and Cactus Jack was always Cactus Jack. He was just a hardcore wrestler. Mm. Um, and even the things that Mick Foley did, the the garbage matches that he did, he still sold. He still like, like made sure that the match made some sort of sense in some right. way, you know? Mm. Um, but see, people don't think about that. They're like Vince Russo where they see, uh, Jimmy Snuka get hit in the head with a, a coconut, and they think, "Well, that's funny. Let's do that again." Instead of, "Why? Yeah. Why? Why did that happen? What was the build up to that? Mm. Uh, right. What was the build up to these 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 great no holds barred matches? The Randy Orton versus Mick Foley match, which is one of my favorite hardcore great matches match. ever. Yeah. Great um, match." Uh, because it makes sense. It does. It, 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 it it's one of those things where Mick Foley's like, "You can't." hang with me in my type of match and Randy Orton's like, yes, I can, you know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's stupid shit. There's barbed wire, uh, wrap two by fours and barbed wire sheets. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad. It's not a great match, but on the same note, it is because it still tells, at least tells a story yeah. in yes. some way, shape or form. Yes. And everybody sells and it. And it put Randy on a whole different level. If it ran so, like, that's yeah. that, that's how I feel about about Mick Foley. Am yeah. I like I'm never going to be Mick Foley's biggest fan, but at least he respected the business. Yeah. I don't think Bray Wyatt has any respect for the business. I think Bray Wyatt thinks that it's all silly. I think he's the same as as Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Everything's mm-hmm. a tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. like we'll make fun of the business while being part of the business and you know, but it's just, 
it, it, it pisses me off. As somebody who yeah. wants to be in the wrestling business, it highly offends me. Yes. Yeah. The only thing I hope comes out of this match is that finally this story is over. over. Yeah. Please let it be over. <laughs> let it be over. All right. Moving on to the next match. This match I'm actually very excited for. Match for the Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Apollo Crews. Um, I'll start this one. I'm hot for it. These two have a good chemistry. They have, they've had great matches. They both love to lay it in. I'm so happy Apollo has found a character he can sink his heritage into, sink his teeth into, and, and own it, and be somebody that literally, now I care about him. I didn't care about him at all on his Raw run with the U.S. title. I didn't care about him in any of the previous matches he had with Ricochet or, or any of those guys. This character I care about, and I hate him. I, I hate him. I want Big E to win and go over, and that's a good, that's a good indicator of how I feel about this match. But I think Apollo gets him. It's it's in whatever whatever a Nigerian drum matches. I kind of hope they do play into the heritage. Maybe they bring some Nigerian elements into it and make it respectful of where he comes from. I hope it's I hope it's not cheesy. I hope they figure out a way to pay homage to his to his heritage, his country. And so, having said all that, it's in his match. I do think Apollo leaves with the title. Whatever happens after that, I don't know. Bob, go ahead. A couple of questions. How is Apollo Crews not offensive? He comes out with a spear. Wow. He suddenly has a Nigerian wow. accent, which he never had before. Um, how is this not offensive? How is this not like something that you would see in the 70s if they did it in the 70s? Hell, people talking about uh, Kamala was offensive. And now you're going to say... This guy who's previously been billed from Stone Mountain, Georgia, is suddenly African and has an African accent and walks around with a spear. And now they're going to have a Nigerian drum match, which I have a, I have a high, high uh, sense is going to be cringe. Mm. Um, I hope not. I hope not. But so I just I can't like. I, and I, I love the fact that, okay, if he didn't adopt the accent and didn't have the spear and just said, like, my family's from Nigerian royalty, that's where I come from, I did an ancestry test, like, I yeah. am descended from royalty, had the scarf, that would be fine. I'd be, I, I would be like, oh, yeah, okay, well, this makes sense. And then it would still be something he can sink his teeth into and become a good heel without – because this is, I'm sorry, it's a little cringe. I see it, and I'm just like, oh, like, why are you affecting an accent you obviously never had up until this point? Um, that being said, it's going to be a good match. Mm. D-Rod? Hey, just want to say what's up, Gears, and, uh, uh, you know, I want to be hot on this matchup because Big E, Wow. What a talent. And yeah, I'm loving now that he's broke off from New Day what he's doing. Um, but Bob has a very good point about Apollo Crews. Um, and I, I really I hope you're right, Dave, that they take this somewhat seriously. But the name drum match, I mean, it is not. I just. Hey, like, you remember this Samoan street fight that had nothing to do with America Samoa? Well, I'm just, yeah. I just don't think this drum match is going to – so I'm lukewarm. You know what would have been better, in all honesty, if they're doing this thing with him and Niger- being of Nigerian ancestry? 
do a flag match. Yeah. That would be yes. Good. Where you I have like to it. carry the American or the Nigerian flag to the top of the thing. And you can do a good flag match. Hell, Rusev, Rusev and John Cena had yeah. one of the best flag matches I've that ever was great. seen. That was uh, so, and we all know how bad Rusev is after his run in AEW. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. And John, the Cena, why- John Cena could wrestle a, a, a freaking broomstick, yeah. and people would yeah. cheer for the broomstick. Uh, yeah, true. Another reason why Apollo needs to win this because then Big E can chase the big one. So, all right, now let's go forward to another dark horse match that could potentially steal that night, maybe even the weekend. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, I, uh, D-Rod, you start this one. Um, well, we've seen, you know, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, you, you can't go wrong. I mean, you really can't. You know, when you put them two in the ring, they're going to go in there, they're going to go at it, and they're going to put on a, a stellar matchup, I think. Um, and like you said, Dave, like Seth versus Cesaro on night one, this match could steal night two. Um, yep. So yeah, I'm I'm hot for it. So I'll go next. I'm also hot for this match. Um, these two have a natural chemistry. They're practically brothers. They've they've been up and down the circuit in the indie scene. They came to NXT at almost the same time. They had great matches in NXT. They had great stories on Raw. They've been hit or miss on SmackDown, but then they finally figured out, hey, we've never had a one on one at WrestleMania. Let's do it. Let's do it now. I love it and. I, I, I'm interested to see where this conspiracy thing goes because I actually wonder, could it be a legit truth that all of us think is, stu- think is stupid now, but then when we watch it, like, hey, you know what? There's a lot of truth in this. And well, it could, there, it could, yeah, go ahead. There was that interview where Paul Heyman said that uh, uh, Kevin Owens is the one who took him aside when he was running Raw and was like, don't push Sammy. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's hard to deal with, uh, which I've also heard from several people. <laughs> I've also read several other articles that said that Sammy is kind of hard to deal with. Um, uh, I love Jim. Jim Cornette likes to talk about uh, Sammy Zayn because he was El Generico yeah. when he was in Ring of Honor with him. And he was like, the guy refused to learn English and refused to cut promos. And now look at him. He's one of the best promos in the company. Yes. Um, yes. I would say uh, to 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 your point, D Rod, you can't go wrong with Sami Zayn. Yeah. You can go wrong with Kevin Owens because yeah, Kevin likes point, yes. to do too much. Yeah. Kevin yeah. likes to jump off stuff, but this is just a straight one on one match. Yeah. Uh, so I have a feeling that this is going to be a really good match. This is another potential uh, uh, show stealer, if not week uh, match of the week uh, uh, stealer. Because it's just it's it everything's there. And when I when uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy were facing each other uh, the, that last time, I was like, next time they're going to be reversed. Next time Sammy's going to be the heel and Kevin's going to be the face. Yeah. And as soon as Sammy turned heel, I was like, or Kevin when Kevin turned babyface, I was like, all they need to do Sammy versus. Kevin has yeah. because we've never we've never seen that in WWE. It's mm. always been Kevin is the heel, Sammy's the baby face the yeah. entire run. Yeah. So now with the roles reversed, it's going to be a completely different match than we've ever gotten out of the two of them. So I'm 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 super stoked. Bob, who you got? Um. Oh God, I want Sammy to win. 
I'm going with my heart on this one. I really want Sami Zayn to win because I know he's a heel, but God damn it. The, I just, I'm, I love Sami Zayn so much. Yeah. <laughs> you right, you got? I'm going Sami too. Cause I think, you know, it's playing well, like you said, Dave, with that conspiracy theory and all that. So I think Sami's going to win. Actually, if you're playing in the conspiracy theory, Sammy loses. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good point, Bob. It really is. Maybe they show the conspiracy theory before their match, and Kevin Owens is revealed as the reason he can't win, and then Sammy does win. I don't know. But, no, I, I agree with you guys. Sammy should win this match. Uh, and um, Kevin, if you're going to jump off the pirate ship, Stick the landing, please. Okay. <laughs> now, now let's move on to the next match. Um, let's go uh, a match that, again, just like Sasha Bianca, terrible build, but it'll probably still be a good match for the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley challenges the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. I'll start this one. Just like Bianca and Sasha, build's not good. Apparently, Bianca had to win the 30-woman Royal Rumble over an hour in the ring to win a shot at Sasha. All Rhea has to do is walk in and go, give me a shot. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. But Rhea's great. I'm high on her. I love her. I do agree with Bob. Although Bianca may be built like Brock, Rhea is a machine like Brock, and Rhea should get built up and run through people. My question is, Asuka has a terrible WrestleMania track record because I don't think they respect her, even though she's great and has great can, can have great matches. Um, but so will, will Asuka lay down for Rhea in this match? She shouldn't. Rhea should not be champion in her first month. But I have a bad feeling they're going to put the title on Rhea. So I'm hot for the match because it should be a good match. I don't know who's going to win. I think they may be stupid here and put the title right on Rhea in her first month, and I don't like that, but WWE does a lot of stupid stuff lately. Do you, Rob? I'm hot on this matchup because, like all three of us, we love Rhea. You know, some of – let's just say that all of her matchups that I've saw, I'm impressed. And and I don't think that stops here. Um, Like you said, Dave, I think Asuka's kind of in the – back of WWE's mind they don't you know they don't really care um and that may be why that I'm feeling this way that you know I'm ready to see somebody else um and I know the bill not been good and they're putting Ray Rhea right into it but I I'm going with Rhea Ripley on this I'm hot for it and I I'm excited uh and I know Bob's a huge Rhea Rhea fan probably more than I am so Bob what are you thinking I am hot for this one. And I'm going to tell you something about the build. Okay. The difference between Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley is Rhea Ripley's a star. The yes. moment she walks out on that ramp, yeah. she agree. is She's a, a star. star. She yes. is gorgeous. She is tall and athletic. She looks like she could just beat the shit out of anybody. She does a great promo. She's great in the ring. There's no reason not to put her in a title match after Asuka's already run through everybody else in the damn division anyway. So you're mm. up, going to get a rematch or you're going to get somebody new. Um, and so obviously you put 
the star. I think Rhea is going to be the top star of the women's division for a long time. Mm. But I don't think she goes over here. I think Asuka gets the win at WrestleMania. Okay. Probably okay. barely uh. gets the win. Maybe a roll-up. Maybe steals it a little bit. Uh, maybe even I agree. I, do, I, don't, I don't think Oscar. I don't think Oscar taps her out. I agree. She should. No, no. I think Oscar. Yeah, I think maybe even Oscar turns. You know, turns heel and blows the mist in her face and gets a victory that mm. way. Um, you know what I mean? Because you've got babyface versus babyface right yeah. now. One of them's going to have to be a heel, and you're not. I'm not switching Rhea Ripley heel for a long time. She can be the top babyface of the whole company because mm. um, she has that potential. So. I think I think Oscar wins. Rio wins the championship in the rematch later at the next pay per view, or maybe the pay per view after that, um, okay. because you could still do a Charlotte versus Rhea match to get to the number one contendership. Because Charlotte can come in and be like, "I've um, hello, you know, I've beaten this woman. You haven't. Yeah. You've got to beat me to get a chance at her." And then, you know, it just it sets up. There, there's a whole world of fucking intricate storylines you can set up there that makes sense and could lead to good matches. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Rhea, Rhea doesn't win. That has a great match. Asuka gets her WrestleMania moment where she goes over, but as a heel, it, I, I, I think that would be fantastic. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm nervous about it because they've been treating Rhea as a heel, um, with, the dark makeup, she used to be lighter than that. And on Raw Talk, she's slamming everybody and saying very heelish things. So I hope they don't push her full heel. I hope they just treat her as a tough girl. But Becky, I want, let me put it this way. I want them to do with Rhea what they did with Becky. Let her speak her mind and be tough and be real, but be a baby face. Let her be that way. Mm. But I don't, I, I'm getting I'm getting heelish vibes you're, from the You're, you're not going to get, you're, you know, no. Stone Cold Becky Lynch is, is, is that's it. You're not going to get another Stone Cold out of Rhea Ripley because I don't no. think she's I don't think she's built like that. I'm, I'm, if you're worried about her being a heel, then probably what they're doing is the same thing they do a lot of times: is bringing her in as a heel. So when she turns babyface, she gets even more of a yeah. pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like gets a small pop when she's a heel, but she comes in kind of pisses everybody off. Then when she finally turns babyface, you get the big pop, like you did with Kevin Owens. When Kevin Owens turned babyface. Like, were you not like, because that was what the Daniel Bryant feud, wasn't it? When he feuded so. with Daniel Bryant over yeah. the championship. So mm-hmm. when he turned babyface, I was like, yes, I've wanted <laughs> this for so long. Yeah. You're so funny. Why were you a heel? So, exactly. um, yeah. So, yeah. Let's, let's hope and pray. But no, I, I, I agree with you, Bob. Uh, SummerSlam 2021, Charlotte versus Rhea, please. Go ahead and book it now and build to it now. For the, and, for the title? Yes. And yeah. let yeah. Rhea retain and go over this time. See, that's yes. where Becky comes in. That's where Becky needs to come in. Charlotte versus Rhea at SummerSlam. As soon as Rhea wins, Becky, Becky's music hits, and she walks out, and she's like, you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's I'm in. pop. That, that would because that would be almost a year. Like you're not. I don't think that that's rushing her back. Uh, that's yeah. the big thing. I said that on Twitter the other day. I'm. I'm yeah. I, no, I, 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 I agree. Like wants money. to rush 
Becky Lynch back into the ring. If she's not ready, don't rush her. Don't yeah. tease that she's going to be at this pay-per-view. Don't even talk about it. Mm. She'll come back when she's ready to come back. I'm, I am ready to be surprised when she comes back. I don't yeah. want to know if she's coming back. I yes, want to be too. surprised. I don't even want to think about her because there's a ton of other talented women in the, uh, in the division that mm. aren't getting shots. Let's let Becky have her time with her baby. Yeah. 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 Money in the bank will be a year. And I agree with you. She's my favorite. Take your time, Becky. But man, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you. All right. Now let's go. The main event for night two and the main event, as it rightly should be for WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defends his title against Daniel Bryan and the rated R superstar Edge, who won the 2021 Men's Royal Rumble. Guys, all three of these men were told they would never wrestle again. And they're all in the ring in the main event at WrestleMania this year. Mm. Gotta put that out. No, it's a beautiful Roman story. wasn't told he would never wrestle. No, they, they, they told him that that bat with leukemia in 2018 really? could have ended his career. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I wow. remember that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was there. I was there when he came back. The night he came back in Atlanta, I was there three rows from the ring. Awesome. I'll tell you, it's 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 funny because if you actually go back and watch it in slow-mo, you can see me and my wife, like, because <laughs> we're both wearing our shield shirts and we're just like, yes. But it, that was that was also the night that uh Batista attacked Ric Flair in the back. So oh. I got to yeah. see uh I got to see Sting's last appearance in a WWE ring. Yeah, that was. Awesome. They brought a bunch of legends back for that night, didn't they, Bob? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's no, yeah. Bob. Go ahead, Bob. It's your show. It's the main event of WrestleMania. You start. Hot, cold, or lukewarm? Um, I'm warm. I'm not lukewarm. I'm a little bit more towards hot, but not completely hot. If it were Edge and Roman one on one, I would be completely hot because I, I. That's the match I wanted. I understand why Daniel's there. I really, really do. Like Edge has number one is next tissue paper. Uh, number two, uh, he gets blown up really fast. We've seen that very like lately. Like Edge doesn't have the energy he had, you know, twenty years yeah. ago. None of us do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and and um, Daniel Bryan's a good story to have in there anyway. And the, and the the packages they've been doing and the buildup has been good and it's gotten me excited for the match. Um, I don't know who goes over. I would love for edge to go over. Um, but I, I have a feeling he would just lose the championship again because he can't edge can't wrestle a full schedule. Mm-mm. And I don't think edge would be like a Brock Lesnar guy where he just comes in every once in a while. He wants to oh, be no. there no, all no. the time. Uh, so does Roman go over? Does Roman pin? Roman can't pin Edge. Roman pins Daniel. Uh, that doesn't lead very good because that leaves Daniel kind of out in the cold where, with no storyline. Um, I think best way to end it would be Daniel pins Edge. That sets up Daniel and Edge for a little like little thing where they could do a little thing. And then um, Roman can go up against maybe Big E or maybe one of the other like uh, baby faces in the company 
for a hot minute. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, I mean, you never Roman might pull a Brock Lesnar and not be there for a couple of weeks because Jimmy uh, Uso is coming back and the Usos need to get back into the tag team division. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know. I don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but um, I'm intrigued and I'm curious. So yeah, I'm 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 warmer than lukewarm. Hey, Rob, you go next. I'm going to go hot. Um, I believe this triple threat is going to be great. Um, Roman, in my, this is just my personal opinion. Bob makes some good points, but I think Roman retains. I really do. I don't, I just, I have a feeling that Roman retains the championship. Um, I don't know. I just got that feeling, but I'm red hot. I think it's going to be a great triple threat match. I really do. Um, uh, Bob's talked about this, uh, outside that, yeah, we, we both, you know, aren't too happy about Daniel Bryan being added in, but if you're going to add in a person, Daniel Bryan's the person to add in to make it a triple threat. So, you know, I, you know, I'm red hot because I think it's going to be a great matchup. Dave, I know you're going to be red hot. <laughs> oh, I want to say something. I think this is going to be better than Daniel Bryan's triple threat that made the top 16. Amen, yeah. brother. Yeah. And uh, all I have to say is yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I am white, white, white hot for this match. Um, any, There's only two outcomes in this match that should happen. One, uh, D-Rod brought up, which is Roman continues his dominant reign and gets ultra heat from putting down Daniel Bryan and putting down a returning edge on the 10-year to the day anniversary of of when Edge said he can no longer wrestle again. 10 years to the day on that night will be this match. And if Roman puts Edge down for that title and retains, probably with the help of Jimmy and Jey Uso, because I think Jimmy might return in this match, actually. And if that happens... Oh, I hate Roman so much more. And that's the point. And so I think that that could be a potential storyline there. But I'm going to lean towards Bob here. Daniel Bryan's in this match for two reasons. Number one, to be the person that probably is going to take the pin or the submission. But also, by putting a true baby face in here, this gives room for Edge to unleash the unhinged radar superstar back out of himself. Mm. So this could be a chance for the rated R superstar heel edge to win back the title he never lost. Not the babyface returning, Royal Rumble winning, so glad you're back, can't believe you're back. Thank you for beating Randy Orton. That edge, there's a chance for the real edge, the true character edge to win back the title he never lost. On the 10 year to the day anniversary, he thought he would never wrestle again. That's a good story. Yeah. Now, well, if you, if you, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just wanted to. Um, if Edge wins as a heel, as mm-hmm. his heel persona, he's still going to get cheered. The crowd is still going to go nuts. They're still. It's the cheer. same way Randy Orton gets cheered for being the legend okay. killer. It's the same now, thing. On. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which is dumb. You shouldn't cheer yeah. uh, freaking heels. Uh, or the heels should be so, so despicable that they're not going to cheer them. Or, like, Edge is beyond heel and baby face at this point. So, but what I'm... Uh, um, what if Edge can cheer toes Daniel Bryan? Would you cheer him? What 
No. Um, I think to really build it, Roman should pilmanize Edge's head off the top rope. Ooh. In the in the chair. Ooh. Off the top rope. Man. I think Roman should do that. And Roman should be the reason Edge is out for six months again with a neck injury that mm-hmm. he doesn't actually have because they did it safely. But so Edge can come back at at, at SummerSlam Survivor Series around that era area and actually have a one-on-one match with Roman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's that's a, that's interesting, Bob. But, but I love how we're all in agreement. The one man that's not winning this match is Daniel Bryan. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all we all agree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, Daniel Bryan had his moment at WrestleMania 30. He's openly said he's in the business now of making other people superstars. And don't forget the triple threat between Orton, John Cena, and Triple H. Everybody was focused on John and Triple H. They didn't see the champion Randy Orton walk out with that title, but he did. So there's a very good indicator all that could happen. I personally think the story's too good to not get it back to Edge on the night that he lost it 10 years ago. I just think that's my personal opinion. I think it's perfect to do that. And I think if he puts Daniel Bryan's head on that chair and can oh, share those in another chair. Gears, Gears oh brings gosh. up a point. Uh he said, uh, what if Brian turns heel and wins? What if we get Bring a resurrection of eco-warrior yeah. Daniel Bryan? <laughs> which I would not be opposed to. That was some of Daniel that Bryan's best work when he was the uh, the the uh, uh, uber-hipster heel. Uh, and he had the all-wood championship. I want one of those all-wood championships, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Uh, but yeah, like... What if that happens? What if Daniel Bryan becomes a heel and wins? And then he ends up having to face Edge and Roman has somebody else come in like a Brock Lesnar who he has to deal with. Mm. Well, Paul Heyman's behind all of this and Paul Heyman don't write crap. So whatever, whatever's involved, I think it'll be great. Um, well, we've that's guys. That's the that's the entire WrestleMania week. I can tell we're all extremely excited for it. Um, I think we've all said standing deliver will probably be a better overall event than WrestleMania. But man, there's two or three matches on this WrestleMania card that are going to be must watch, and I'm very very excited for them. Uh, if, if Bob, you, that's it. If, if you want to wa- watch NXT UK Prelude, yeah, I yes. beg of you. If you are watching right now. If it hasn't already aired, if it did air, go back and watch it. NXT UK is, and I've said this before, and I say it almost every show, is hands down the best wrestling show on the face of the planet right now. Um, they're doing so, so they had just had two great shows in a row. This is going to be a fantastic pay-per-view. The main event is, in my opinion, could easily steal the whole show and end up like a match of the year candidate. Yeah. Uh, so please, please, please go watch uh, NXT UK and watch NXT UK Prelude. Get more eyes on it because I'm, you know, as as love as much as I love it being our hipster little uh, wrestling thing. I want these guys to succeed. I want Pretty Deadly and Walter 
and Rampage Brown and Tyler Bate. I want these guys to become household names. The only way we do that is by getting yeah. people to watch the show. Mm. Speaking of watching the show, if you're watching right now or listening on on YouTube or on a podcasting network, please hit like and subscribe and comment if you would. Please let us know what you think. Like we love advice. Anytime we can get advice, it's good for us. Mm. Um Anybody want to plug any Bama Dave? You got anything to plug? No, guys, you can follow me at Bama Dave 24 on Twitter for anything you might like that I post or hate that I post. It doesn't matter. Um, and the only thing I'll leave you guys with is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal will happen on SmackDown this Friday as a kickoff to the WrestleMania weekend. There also are rumors that the SmackDown Tag Team Championships possibly will be put on the line at, on a uh, SmackDown match or in a WrestleMania kickoff match. And the other rumor I want to let you guys with is there is a potential rumor Bailey may do her ding dong hello segment at WrestleMania and Charlotte might answer the door. So uh, there. I, I, I thought about, I actually predicted that the other day. So if that is a rumor that's actually going around, then I, uh, I called that one. Yeah. Um, that would be fantastic. Bailey and Charlotte, we haven't seen a whole lot of Bailey and Charlotte. So that would be a fantastic match. And actually a really good rivalry if they can do it. Um, as far as the SmackDown Tag Team Championships go, um, if, they don't put them, if they don't put it on the Mysterios, then keep it on the Dirty Dogs because I love Ziggler and Rude as a tag team. They are one of the – they're one of the best tag teams on the main roster right now because they look like they belong together. They wrestle like they belong together. Uh, they're veterans and they know how to work and they don't do offensive, stupid shit. Um, let them keep the belts or put them on Dominic and Ray because goddamn Dominic Mysterio is great. Unbelievably fucking good. Every time I see him in the ring, I'm like, he's so young. He's so young and so green and so new, but he is just picking it up. Like he was born to do it. He is a natural Uh, So I I hope that, like I said last time, I really hope he doesn't fall in to any of the the pitfalls that other people before him have fallen into, Mm. just like like his dad, Eddie Guerrero, did. D-Rod? Of course, you can all, and most of you do, watch WWC tomorrow night. Double show, we got Deception and Anarchy. Uh, Double show... And, uh, of course, you'll see Bama Dave lose to Must. Um, and you'll see, uh, of course, you know, that that's the main point, you know, seeing Bama Dave lose. On a I've already ate his show. lunch. Now I'm going to take his titles. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's all right. I got the main event. And let me tell you something, Wick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You're underestimating me. A hundred percent. You're out there. You think, I'm Wick. got this. I got this guy. You don't know me, all right? You don't know what I've been through. You have no clue what I am capable of. All you've seen is nice GM Bob, a little <laughs> underhanded, but kind of smarmy Bob. You don't know what I'm like when I get in a fight. I'm a goddamn United States Marine. And when we get in a fight, there are no goddamn rules. The only fair fight's the one you lose, and I don't intend to lose this match. We have bigger problems on our show than you 
and me with your whining about <laughs> one loss to a guy that didn't even win the damn championship. You need to wake up. You need to smell what the fuck is going on and see that we need to get rid of impure purgatory because if we don't, there's not going to be a WWC anarchy left. All there's going to be is four guys on the top and the rest of us sitting around wondering what the fuck happened. So, yeah, you can have your match with me. That's fine. That's good. Win or lose, I don't give a goddamn rat's ass. <laughs> I want you to look inside yourself and think, why am I having a match with the commissioner over some dumb bullshit fucking egocentric crap when there's people taking over when there's people injuring my friends and my fellow legends why are you doing that what the, what is it in you that doesn't make you see what you could be capable of so i'll see you on tuesday win or lose i will see you on tuesday there we go. <laughs> D-Rod, well, now you have a segment to start the show with tomorrow. Yeah. Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's going to be good tomorrow now. We get Wick versus Bob. We got Musk versus Bama Dave. Uh, of course, I'm pulling for Bob. I'm pulling for Must. It's it's pretty simple. Uh who's going to win those matches, but, you know. There's going to be another match. There's going to be three matches. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's going to be more matches. Bob and Gears got it in play for tomorrow night. So, twitch.tv right here. Twitch.tv slash DRod2222. Tune in 7 p.m. Central Time, and it's going to be a good show, double show. Hey, Gears said to uh, uh, splice that promo out and play it on the show. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much for having me. It's always an honor to talk to you guys about the sport we love. Yes. Thank you, Bama Dave. And in the immortal words of the great Tully Blanchard, it's been your pleasure. Good night. And what I can by the board, it's... Recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment.